right, it's Paradox of Civility. I'm your host, Roy Koshi. This is a podcast where I revisit an online radio show that I hosted and produced called The Hate Project back in 2012 and 2013. The Hate Project was an experiment in learning about hatred and bigotry by allowing actual bigots, actual hate mongers to call in anonymously. And um, I was successful in getting... um, actual members of hate groups, actual racists to call in. So uh, I am doing the same format that I did in the previous episode where I'm going to play the episode of The Hate Project that I'm revisiting, and then I'm going to just add commentary. I'm going to interject in between segments of the episode and add my own commentary from 2019. Uh, Specifically, the release date of this episode is April 29th, 2019, and I am revisiting The Hate Project episode... 28, which aired on April 29, 2013, second time in a row that the dates have completely synced up, lined up. It's like the movie The Lake House, where time travel is happening for within a few years for some reason. Um, hey, maybe that's the correct angle in this 21st century, because technology is crazy. It's just advancing. It's just advancing and taking leaps, and people are just advancing and taking leaps further into their psychotic lizard brain, tribal, scared fucking animal uh, mentality and psyche. Uh, Wow, I remember a time when uh, everyone thought the internet would be a force of good. Yeah, I remember as technology was going to save us all, you know, um, society's ills were going to be wiped out, you know, racism, poverty, uh, you know, racism was going to bring is going to be nothing because people were coming together over the World Wide Web so that we could understand each other. And then uh, poverty, things like that. Um, nobody would be homeless again because we'd all uh, live inside of a fucking computer. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, nobody had any real plans, but technology was supposed to bring us all together. All right. And um, clearly hasn't done that. And, you know, interestingly enough, even back at the turn of the century, even I was just sort of like, okay, you guys need to pump your brakes a little bit. Chill. I don't think it's that great. I don't think technology is really going to solve all of our problems. So let's calm down a little bit. But in my head, I never expected that Nazis would be a problem. Like, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, back then being cynical, you know, uh, why don't don't you calm down, everybody, about this uh, new world? Oh, yeah? Well, (laughs) You think Nazis are going to be around? I would have been like, well, okay, fair point. They wouldn't be around. But yeah, egg on your face, you fucking fictional piece of shit who's arguing with me uh, in my head back then. Yeah, what do you think now? We have a Nazi problem. (laughs) Because, uh, uh, you know, when I was saying that people were advancing and taking big leaps back into their regressive, psychotic, uh, fight-or-flight, lizard-brain, tribal uh, psyche, uh, the folks leading that charge are certainly... White people. Yeah, we have a bit of a white terrorist problem, uh, not just in America, but worldwide. This weekend in Palme, California, there was a shooting at a synagogue. Uh, Three people were injured. One person died. And um, it was a suspect named John Ernest and um, 19-year-old 8chan participant. And he had posted an open letter on 8chan. Um, basically, uh, you know, describing his hatred of Jews and Muslims. He took responsibility for a mosque fire in Escondido. 
California. Uh, not quite confirmed yet whether he was actually responsible for that or not. But um, yeah, there's another case where somebody uh, is radicalized online probably. Uh, and then it's not so much like they're just talking shit online. Basically, on this episode, uh, the resident Klansman Dragon calls in and uh, we, he talks about like how people are talking shit on the Internet and not really taking a stand. Well, the right wing especially and white nationalists and white supremacists, uh, they're not just talking shit online. The shit talking, is, the shit posting, the shit talking is leading to real death. It's basically a foundation for I got to carry out this shit post. Uh, and um, again, it's sort of like the Christchurch, uh, New Zealand shooting. Uh, the inspiration certainly happens to be what is on these uh, fascist forums, but also these uh, shootings are a performance for the other goons on these forums. So it's this sort of cycle of real-life violence and uh, sort of quote-unquote humorous shitposting. It's not really funny, but uh, it has the tone of we're all just joking in order to add plausible deniability for all of these fucking cowards. Um, so why does it keep happening? Uh, public shaming doesn't seem to be doing the trick. And in fact, um, it keeps happening because basically nobody wants to really do anything about it. And the only consequence is that these people become famous and they become heroes in their own ecosystem. Because the White House certainly does not see them as a threat. In fact, the White House... The current Trump administration uh, and many members of it are very simpatico with these white nationalists, white supremacists. And also, um, this past week as well, there was a story about Christopher Hassan, um, who was an active Coast Guard duty member and a Coast Guard member. Um, but yeah, he's full of duty, right? Who am I, Andy Borowitz? Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've roasted him in the past. Um Anyways, um, he uh, was stockpiling illegal weapons and he was uh, plotting out a terrorist attack against many elected officials, mainly Democrats, and also some journalists. A federal judge uh, deemed him not a threat. Yeah, so um, a federal judge just determined that he was not uh, rising to the level of a terrorist. Um, again, you know, I don't know of any other group that could go through this and, um, you know, even have a list, even like have a napkin where they're just like, I want to kill so-and-so, uh, and just be released into the public like this. So that's what we're up against right now. Um, basically, uh, there's been funding pulled from studying white extremist groups in America and, um, yeah, why wouldn't people be confident? So probably uh, the next episode that I'm talking to you, or in a future episode, I'll be, uh, hey, this past week we had a bad tragedy, and uh, blah, 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 Christopher Hassan, you've heard about him on the show. Well, guess what he did? You can guess because we all knew what he would do. So see you at the next uh, white Nazi terrorist attack. That'll be fun. Anyways, um, so... This on the release date, it's April 29th. Um, I can respect uh, if you don't want to listen to this. Uh, there's a lot of hate language, there's a lot of hate speech. Dragon espouses some shitty viewpoints that um, would match up a lot of these people that are spilling blood right now uh, in our country and also around the world. Um, so, 
yeah, that's what's happening right now. So um, anyways, I'm going to begin this episode. Uh, Enjoy it, or if you don't enjoy it, I at least hope that it's a little informative. Okay, I'll uh, talk to you later. Recorded live. live. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Hate Project. It's a Hate Project. Although I have a lot of love in my heart, it's a Hate Project. We're just trying to understand different people, both good and bad, and where they're coming from. Trying to understand us as people, why do we hate, and how can we erase our problems? It's the Hate Project coming down the street near you now. It's the Hate Project Giving y'all hugs of love, hate, and fucking, oh my. Hey, everybody. You're welcome for that amazing song. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you got to hear me sing that song. And um, I hope, uh, you know, if you were thinking of committing suicide, I know that you've rethought that. So, thank you. Folks, welcome to the Hate Project. Well, as uh, as I was singing, the Hate Project is a show about hate. It is a show exploring the sources and reasons for why people hate each other. You know, why people hate each other based on uh, political reasons, cultural reasons, personal reasons. Why do people hate each other based on race, gender, sexual orientation, sensual orientation? You might hate people who oil themselves up before they make love. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do. And uh, it's meant to be an honest discussion of the sources and reasons thereof. We invite anyone to call in anonymously. It's meant to be sort of like a graffiti wall, a safe space to explore unsafe things. Uh, If you do harbor feelings of hatred, racism, sexism, or homophobia, or just personal feelings of hatred, like your buddy at work making fun of your haircut, I'm sure some of you guys have horrible haircuts. Wait, you guys probably don't have jobs, though. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We also invite uh, people of color to call in, uh, women, members of the LGBTQ community community to call in, share their experiences with with bigotry, uh, and or share their own perspectives on, on how they've experienced bigotry or how they may even feel bigoted feelings. And uh, so anyone is welcome to call in, basically. The number is down there. It's... uh uh, and just just do it. And that goes for everybody. Guess two, three, I see dragons on the call. I'll take your call in a moment here. Uh, WTF is the truth. Thank you for that uh, review on my page. That made me laugh my ass off. That was awesome. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, just click on my page and look at his review of me. It, it's great. So um, I'm referring to a review that this WTF person uh, wrote on the Hate Project Talk Shoe page. Um, I can't find the review um, because a hate project talks you page no longer exists, which is probably a good thing. And uh, so I don't know if it was if I'm actually if it was a bad review that I'm making fun of or if it, it was a good review that 
genuinely made me laugh. WTF is a truth. Are you, hey, WTF is a truth. Is that, are you by chance associated with the podcast WTF with Mark Marin? Stand up comedian Mark Marin? No? Okay. Ah, you know, I mean, I, I would just be careful. I'd maybe come up with a more original name because WTF with Mark Marin is pretty popular. So if I were you, I'd, uh, I would just rethink that. That's all. I'm going to try and play a sketch real quick. Hold on. Let me, just tell me if you guys can hear this. The sketch I'm referring to is uh, Mr. Show. It's called Operation Hell on Earth. I'll put a link in the description. And um, it's the premise of it is that it's a multicultural uh, hate group. And uh, it's pretty funny. Um, and I just wanted to kind of use it to not only troll the white nationalists, white supremacists in the chat room, but also to just see what the reaction really would be of how they take being made fun of. Um, and in this sketch, like, you know, Odin Kirk does some brown face. Um, it's I fully admit as an Indian American, I don't like brown face, of course, but I do admit that this sketch is very funny. And um, but please, aspiring comedians, think twice before you do uh, black face or brown face or yellow face or uh uh, Albanian face. I don't know what the fuck you're doing out there these days. I played the sketch last week and nobody appreciated it because nobody, uh, nobody appreciates good things. And I'm trying to figure out how to play it through the talk shoe through the internet, but I can't figure out how to play YouTube clips through talk shoe, uh, through the internet. So, um, fuck me, right? Fuck me in the anus. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So I'd like to. Uh, oh God, I forgot to do this. Um, the main host is out tonight. I'm actually the guest host. My name is Ted Welps, and I am the head pastor of the Eastboro Baptist Church. The Eastboro Baptist Church. Um, okay, so you guys have probably heard of the Westboro Baptist Church. Uh, led by Fred Phelps, and they go and protest soldiers' funerals, and, uh, you know, they've been a source of controversy. You've probably heard of them before, right? And um, I am the Eastboro Baptist Church. Um, What we do is, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church is really homophobic. We're the opposite of homophobic. We actually actually teach the, um, the musings of Jesus Christ through very homoerotic means. Um, you know, for instance, um, the, uh, you know, the give, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man a fish, he'll, he, he won't, he won't uh, be hungry for the rest of his life. We teach that parable through, um, through uh, two men, two, two men uh, 60, 90 each other and sucking each other off. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm getting that mixed up. We have two women scissoring each other, and then, you know, 69ing each other. But then we have two men sucking each other off uh, to teach the idea of whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, that you do unto me. Get a program called X-Lite and hook it to your phone by a headphone jack. So is X-Lite like a physical program? Plays the YouTube through your phone, through the show. Can I play? Can I hook it through my? 
wait, can I hook it through my computer or do I have to use my phone? Sorry, I'm a little thirsty. Well, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just describing the Eastboro Baptist Church. We were around before the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, so, you know, we teach uh, the meaning of Jesus through very homoerotic um, means. And Fred Phelps, guys, fun fact. Fred Phelps was a member of the Eastboro Baptist Church before he started his own church. But we had to kick him out because he was sucking too much cock. Now, I know that we advocated for homoerotic activity, but Fred Phelps was just really overdoing it. I mean, it would just be like, Fred, I'm doing a sermon. Get away from my crotch. You know, jeez. Fred, stop fucking my organist up the ass when we're giving a sermon. Crazy. So uh, that that's what happened. Um, oh, yeah, uh, I'm just clicking on this little link here. Um, this was actually like our original banner for the Eastboro Baptist Church. So uh, thanks for finding that, guest number three. Um, you know, um, thank you very much for that. You know, uh, I'm Ted Welps. Um, I, I never hooked up with Fred. He's just not my type. I'm not really even gay. I mean, nobody in our church is gay. It's just we, we advocate homoerotic, uh, a homoerotic method of teaching the words of Christ. That's all. So, there you go, guys. I want to talk a little bit uh, before we uh, before I start taking some calls and stuff like that. Uh, there's a couple of things here I want to talk about first. So, there was this article about the Sarniads the Boston bombing uh, fellows. So these guys were Muslim, but they were white. So this is a case. This must be a, a very a seminal moment for terrorism because it combines Islamic fundamentalism with fucking crazy paranoid white dudes who like to blow shit up. Like Timothy McVeigh. These two worlds have come together in this uh in this uh really really uh, pushing terrorism to another level. You know? Crazy fucking paranoid white guy who privileged has nothing to hate but is scared of the government and blows shit up. And Islamic fundamentalism. You'd think they'd be at odds with each other, but no. <laughs> oh boy. So it's a very seminal moment in terrorism. Uh, scary white people, Muslims. And, you know, it's funny. I love seeing uh, these right-wing white dudes trying so hard to ethnicize these fellows, even though they were white Americans. They were U.S. citizens. Uh, Zoker, the older one, Joker, I don't know how to pronounce it. He was a U.S. citizen. Tamerlan, the one who survived, was a legal permanent resident in the process of applying for citizenship. And they hail from the Caucasus and are therefore literally Caucasian. So there, that's how you do it. That's how it happens. 
pretty white guys. I don't have much else to add uh, about this sort of uh, commentary that I was adding about the Boston Marathon bombing back then. But um, yeah, I think the uh, anti-Islamophobia is often connected to skin color. It's often connected to the fear of darkies. All right. I'll talk about some other stuff as the show goes on. Let me just take this phone call here. All right, Dragon, are you there? Dragon. Dragon, are you there? Hello. I'm Dragon. Okay, here I am. Okay, how's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm doing fine. I like that, uh, that opening number. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I think it's a pretty positive song. You know, if we were, if we were, on, if you were like a contestant on The Voice, and I was Blake Shelton, I would, I would have turned my chair around. Oh, cool. Well, I, I've never watched that show. So, how's that work? <laughs> my wife watches it, and uh, I guess you know, it's kind of similar to uh, American Idol and, and all that. They, the, the judges have their backs to the singers, and then the singers sing, and whoever likes them just pushes the button, turns the chair around. If they like somebody, uh, yeah, they got they got Usher and Shakira and Blake Shelton and um, Adam Levine from I can't remember the name of the group he's in. Well, I'm, I, I'm just I'm just glad that you know who Usher and Shakira is, Dragon. Yeah, you got some of their albums. Boop 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 boop. Do you think uh, you'd want to organize a uh, a sort of boys contest for the clan your next rally? Doing what? Doing doing the voice, like having you four of you clansmen be judges and have your chairs swivel. Something to this. No? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen anybody yet that really has any singing talent. <laughs> do they do they have any talents besides hating? Like uh, can barbecue hate? real good. Barbecue. Real barbecue good. and uh set stuff on fire, we're good at that. So uh, guess number three is writing. Um yeah, set stuff on fire. That's not really a talent. Come on. Well, I mean it just depends, you know. I mean we're we're wrapped up in flammable material. And, uh, and, and what material? You know, we're playing. We're playing with with you know diesel fuel and, and fire and, and all kinds of stuff. You know, it, it takes a it takes a, a special pyromaniac to be able to uh, set stuff on fire like that. Jeez, what is he like? Like twelve? <laughs> yeah. So I uh, guess number three is writing dragon sucking some KKK cock. Dragon loves to suck and lick some sweet, sweet pink penis. White power. Um, what do you say about dragon? Yeah, that's that's negative. That's negative. No, okay. No, that's not. That's not accurate. He might have read that in the in the Enquirer, but uh, it's not accurate. Is there a, a gossip magazine that's sort of geared towards the white nationalist movement? Guess who I saw last night? We spotted no, you know, Andrew McBride I, at. At the boat, at the fucking pawn shop, like they do in People Magazine or Us Weekly. I don't think there's any kind of publication out that's that's you know mainstream. I'm sure people have you know newsletters and stuff like that. But right. Nothing. nothing. 
Not that you can find at the uh, corner bookstore. So, like, the newsletters have, like, a Perez Hilton type? He's, like, he's reporting on, like, outfits? Like, <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> it's comedy gold right there, man. So this is what's great about this show. Hey, Imperial Cleeper, a.k.a. Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's uh, boy. How's it going? That good, huh? So if you heard uh, the previous POC episode, um, I um, this guy, Imperial Cleeper, uh, makes an appearance, and it's revealed that he grew up near Sir Mix-a-Lot. So that's what I'm referring to here. Great. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers, I will deny. God, so funny, man. I wonder what, like, what would Sir Mix-a-Lot uh, That's so funny. That you grew up near Sir Mix-a-Lot. How, you can, how can you be racist or not like... You grew up near Sir Mix-a-Lot. How can you not like that guy, at least? That's a good song. Maybe not that. Good song. Anyways, Dragon, what uh, what else is going on with you? Uh, how how are things in in your life? I guess they're going pretty good. Yeah. I don't like Microsoft at the at the current moment. Well, what they like, do to you? Well, they just built a shitty computer. Yeah. Should should have stuck with Apple. Do you think they? Do you think do you think Microsoft built a shitty computer in order to uh, destroy the white race? <laughs> I don't think so. I, th- I think they're just trying to oversell the market, and they don't give a shit what they make as long as kids kids like it and they can get someone to buy it. Okay, here's a good time to interject because Microsoft, uh, this past week... Um, Microsoft apparently has reported that there's an internal backlash uh, to any efforts, any initiatives in diversity hiring and trying to get more women and people of color to work at Microsoft. Uh, There's an internal message board and a lot of people, I'll, I'll quote this one female engineer, and she said, does anyone... Does Microsoft have any plans to end the current policy that financially incentivizes discriminatory hiring practices? To be clear, I am referring to the fact that senior leadership is awarded more money if they discriminate against Asians and white men. So um, she goes on to also just make this argument that James Damore made about basically, um, you know, he was decrying diversity initiatives, uh, efforts to reach out to more women and people of color at Google. That was back in 2017. And uh, this female engineer also goes on uh, to make this argument that basically, uh, you know, some people just aren't equipped to be in tech. Making this weird, like, kind of half-assed, kind of eugenics fucking argument, uh, pseudoscientific argument, like these sort of, like, theories that have been debunked about, like, women, about people of color. Uh, but they're presenting it as like, oh, well, this is just a different, uh, this is a controversial idea that nobody wants to address. Nobody wants to address it because it's fucking outdated and we're beyond that as a species. And I'll just say this, my limited experience in working at dot coms in the late nineties, just people in tech are fucking goons. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like it ain't revenge of the nerds, friends ain't revenge of the nerds, not lovable nerds who, uh, 
spy on girls naked. But like it's just it's just like these angry, like rel- relatively privileged, and they're just like weirdly angry people who want to just see the world burn. And um, I don't know, maybe there's a study there. Why do psychopaths want to code? Um, it's no surprise. These same people are the sort of like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Alex Jones, Milo fans out there. Um, yeah, terrible fucking industry. But uh, thanks for the computer, nerds. Wow, I, I, wow this, this is a turning point for you. I thought you were going to blame the Jews. Hmm. I never gave one. much thought on Microsoft. <laughs> It's just that everybody blames the Jews all the time. I don't understand it. So you bought a new computer, or like you have a crappy computer now. Uh, well, how about how about a computer that don't work now? It doesn't work now. Uh-huh. That's why I'm just on the phone. If you look on your little thing there. Yeah, but it says it's calling. You're calling through your screen name, though. Well, when you dial in through your phone and you and you once you once you set up your phone for TalkShoe, your when you put in your phone number as your PIN number, then it, it, it when you set up your account, you put your phone number in on TalkShoe. Yeah. And then anytime you log in with your phone, with that phone that you that you use to register with TalkShoe, then it remembers your phone number. So when you call in, it it puts you on oh. uh, your screen name. That's exciting. I put in a different pin. I changed my pin number on purpose. So should I change it back to like play these clips and stuff like that? Because they're hilarious. I don't know. It, it shows you on as, as as your screen name. All right. I don't know, man. Whatever. Well, how's your job going? Uh, it's doing pretty good. Yeah. Same uh, shit, different day. Well, there you go. Well, how about uh, what, what's going on uh, in your chapter of the clan? Any any developments? Not nothing new that I know of. We're we're, we're actually getting a lot more members. Really? Why is that? I had a, had, a, had a big uh, increase in, in members lately. Really? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the the, the weather. <laughs> It's a nice day, and they you know they look up at the sky and see how beautiful the heavens are, and they say, "You know what? It's time for me to join the clan." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's usually how that works. Enough, enough lollygagging. Let's get down to business. So, I mean, are, I have to, I have to always have to. I'm always curious about this. It seems like, for the most part, clan members and members of the white nationalist organizations they come from like lower income. They're like lower income white males, right? Uh, I would assume on the white side, but as their income, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. But just about any street level activist is, is from, uh, you know, probably doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah, but like, it, I always like sort of. See, it seems like it's not that different from gangs, where you know, gangs are often prevalent in lower income neighborhoods, and it's people seeking some sort of security. Um, let me just post this article here first. Um, it's it's people like they don't have a lot of resources in their life, so they're seeking some security um, from from the realities. 
Like it's, I mean, you, you say that you have a job. I mean, how many like like rich white dudes are in the clan? Now that I don't know. Uh, most of most of the people that I know that are in our group, and they're just regular uh, blue collar workers. They're regular blue collar workers. I don't know. I don't think any of us are. Um, I don't know what you consider rich. So I will fully admit this is uh, my own mental elitism, my own ignorance saying that um, people in hate groups only come from lower income neighborhoods. First of all, uh, bad to paint a brush that uh, folks in lower income neighborhoods are all joining gangs or uh, joining hate groups. Uh, plenty of people in lower income neighborhoods or from uh, working class blue collar neighborhoods don't do that, obviously. They hate these people. They fight these people uh, often. They're the ones who have to fight these people. Um, but yeah, me just making this assumption, I feel like it's this sort of mainstream liberal take that just wants to compartmentalize racism as a weird oddball phenomenon that exists in you know, oddball corners versus like understanding that any hate group, it's an outgrowth of mainstream American white supremacy. Again, you know, look at Charlottesville, look at like what's happening right now. Um, we wouldn't allow an Al Qaeda chapter or an ISIS chapter to march down a, an American street, but these hate groups, they're perfectly fine. And then if you also look at like identity, Europa, uh, the proud boys, uh, um, you know, uh, several of the hate groups that are out there right now, uh, Patriot Prayer, um, these are not people who are poor. These are not, I'm sure there are some working class people in their ranks, but for the most part, these, these fucking hate groups are founded by uh, people of privilege. Some of them have governmental positions too. So um, yeah, this is me uh, kind of uh, falling into that mainstream liberal elitism of, uh, oh, the poor, oh, these poor, poor people, they've been driven to make these bad choices as if racism only exists in the dark corners of America, even though it is propagated at every level and the rich are often the worst of the worst propagators of it. Sorry, everyone uh, who I painted a broad brush on six years ago. We're probably hood rich, but we're not rich, rich, hood rich. We're probably, hood, we're, we're probably rich in, you know, if you want to match income for income with people in the hood, we're probably hood rich. Right. Huh. Well, I mean, I guess, what, like, do you ever ask them what brought you to the clan? Like, like what's, what, what do they say? Oh, of course. We always ask them, you know, when they, uh, when they, you know, were first awakened, uh, or what reason why they wanted to to join? You know, just it's mostly just casual, you know, chat. Or so what do they say? You know, like the first time they realized, um, you know, that they needed to do something or be a part of something. <clears throat> so, but then, like, if they you just need to be a part of something. Like, why wouldn't you? There's a there's a million different things to do. Like you can join a book club. Hmm. I mean, it's just your opinion on, on what you think is the right thing to do. You know, some people don't join the clan; they join the military. There, but there's uh -huh. a lot of people out there that are you know nonviolent that think the military is the awfulest thing in the world. Right. I mean, you're you're taking you're taking somebody that's probably never had a gun 
in their hand, you know, before in their life. And, and now, you know, it's their job to kill people when, when the United States or, you know, our allies get threatened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just what they feel in their hearts, the right thing to do. But are they, I mean, are these people, like, like what a lot of people on the show have expressed, like, trying to protect the white race and all that stuff? Is that, I'm that sure really? every nationalist. I'm sure every nationalist out there is, is, is trying to protect the race. That's probably the reason why they joined up, whatever group they're in. But I'm still like, I mean, like, who's threatening the race though? Like, there's no black people like coming in and forcing their cum down your throat. They're not forcing you to have black kids. Oh shit! Hold on. It's just it's just the the degradation of, of our society, you know, where where there somebody somewhere had came up with the idea of, of let let's breed out the race, you know, and they started encouraging interracial, uh, you know, intercourse and, and marriage and creation and everything. And most of, like I said before, most of it comes from TV, you know, a lot of the stuff. Well, actually, probably probably ninety nine percent of everything that we see comes from the TV or or some you know form of media. And everything you turn to, you know, if it's some kind of race mix or, or some kind of homosexuality or, or you know, it's, it's always promoting, it's promoting everything that we feel is evil in the clan, you know, according to the uh, Christian religion. Well, I mean, the same, I see the same, the I... same thing, the same thing that we hate is the same thing that God hates in the Bible. You look at, you read Genesis, you read Genesis 10 and it shows where God separated the languages. He saw he saw in uh, Babel that that all the uh, lang- that all the people got together, started speaking one language. He came down from heaven, did not like what he saw, and he scattered the languages around the earth for them to be separate. It says it right in Genesis ten. All you gotta do is read it. Right, but uh, I, I hate to there's, keep bringing there's this nothing up. in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible where God said to mix. The races. There's nothing in there. He does not want us to be mixed. He made well, us. Diff- he made us different for a reason. Well, what I remember from the Tower of Babel uh, story was that there was a tower being built. They were trying to build a tower to heaven, and then God were, didn't like that, and so he he basically like threw their plan off by giving them different languages. Now, the, also the cast them around the earth, huh? He also cast the languages around around to separate yes. places on the earth. Because he was mad about this tower being built. And because so, he didn't want everybody together. Well, he didn't want everyone together building a tower to the heavens and like doing something that was like that they shouldn't have been doing. But um so the story was not so much that like, you know, he wanted people to stay apart from each other. He just said like it was more about people getting arrogant, people wanting more and not appreciating what they have, and that was God uh, shutting them down. I can't believe that I'm defin- – like, I'm actually not a religious man. I went to Catholic school, but um, I uh, – and also, these are not scientific documents. You do know that, right? The Bible is not a scientific document? No. I understand that. The Bible what, religion is only, what, a couple thousand years old, where, where science mm-hmm. goes into the many, many millions of years back? Mm-hmm. I understand that, but but this Bible is what I believe. That's fine, but uh, it says 
if, if God says it's this way, then in my heart it's this way, and that's that's what I'm going to fight for. Right. I just think that, like, and this is the problem. I mean, the Bible is a is a book full of, and I'm not even bashing. If if you believe in it, you believe in it. That's that's fine. But it's a book full of stories that point right. to that, like, all have a moral to them, and that's and, fine. And, and, in every in every Bible or in whatever you know whatever you want to call it, they're all nothing but stories and folklore yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. And just like the uh, you know a lot of people misinterpret uh, the Quran. Uh, yep. When you when when they assume that that you're going the prophet uh, the prophet Muhammad when when you give your life uh, in jihad, you, what what you're doing is you're securing the entrance into whatever they call heaven for 70 of your relatives. You, you know, I mean, some of them believe you're going to get 70 virgins, but if you read it, it's 70 of your relatives. So other families, the part, people in the family will encourage the, the sacrifice of, of suicide and jihad because they know if they're not brave enough to do it, whoever else in their family is brave enough to do it will also secure their place in, in whatever the, the Muslims call heaven. Well, so that that's the point. It's like you're kind of – you are choosing to believe this because it, for some reason it makes you feel better about – like it fulfills something in you, right? right. Um, so – but it, I, I mean there's a different interpretation of that of that Tower of Babel story. And, and also like – so he separates people, right? He separates – okay, he separates them after they try to build this tower. I don't remember him – I don't remember God in that book. I'll have to go reread Genesis, but I don't remember him saying like, okay, guys, do not come back together. It says, it says in chapter 11, let me find it. Because the language that we're speaking right now, which is English, is made up of a lot of different languages. Yeah, of course. I mean, this, so then, like, we really, it if says, that's the case, we're, we're going into hell. We're going to hell, in, dragon. It says in Genesis chapter 11, verse 7, come, come let us go down and confuse their language so they will not be able to understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. This place is called Babel. Since that, there, since that is where the Lord confused the language of the whole world, so the Lord caused them to spread out from there over the whole world. And, I mean, it, you can go on and read more about it where, where uh, – actually, and it actually shows in the Bible where the Muslims were the first ones to have black slaves. And that's also in, in the book of Genesis, where the Muslims actually themselves were, were the first uh, race to have slaves, and they treated them like shit. Where, where which, uh, which, uh, uh, well, either way, I mean, nobody should have slaves, guys. If there's a lesson from the hate project that we should take away, is that slavery is not cool, bros. It's not cool, bro. What happened was the Muslims started it and the Jews marketed it. So they always market everything. That just that just makes me mad. They're always they always got that that capitalist mind. Well, you know, Dragon, maybe you should uh, you should contact them to see if uh, they will market the Klan. How about that? Then you will be so mad. <laughs> they already market the Klan. That's how they do all their fundraisers. Look at the SPLC and all, and all them. They Anytime they need to raise money, they just start some shit with the clan. No, but you know, what and, I'm uh, saying is that you could people dig deep. You're, you're telling me that the Jews just will market anything, so you oh, could yeah. go to them and just say like, "I have this white group that's against you. 
you think you have an angle of how we could market ourselves, like some commercials? There's also like a uh, you know, if, if, I, I bet if there was a dollar to be made, and 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 I mean, just look at all the uh, just look at all the. Well, I don't say all. I'm saying look at uh, probably a good part, good majority of the uh, white power record labels. Let me research. Not, I'm not talking about the very first label, like like what label the group is is yeah. signed to, but look at look at the parent group. I bet okay. you, I bet you, a hundred dollars somewhere in that line of of record labels. When you get up to the big, big money label, it's probably you owned. They, okay, they don't like they don't like the message. They don't like the message. But if there's a dollar to be made, they'll be in it. So then you should. Thanks the Jews for getting your horrible music out there. Guys, Actually, some of it, you know, I'm not like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hip on all that, on, on all the really hard white power music, you know, because I you know, grew up in the '80s and and, and that, that's the music that I like. But uh, I, I've tried to yeah, listen to some music. of it. Some of some of it I can hear and I can understand after I play it, maybe you know five or six times. But you know, that's just just not my cup of tea. They're not, you know, you grew up on Run DMC. We've established (laughs) there's no there's no skinhead hip hop. No, it wasn't wasn't just Run DMC. I mean there's just, you know, whatever I was a teenager in the eighties, you know, it's whatever. It was Van Halen and and, uh, Motley Crue and uh, it's all kind of all kind of different music. Well, okay, so now you you've helped me transition into my next topic here. Um Guys, you can look in the chat here. Um, I posted an article here. Uh, guest number four, I tried to click on your link, but it was broken, so I posted mine here. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Ace of Bass, famous for songs like, I saw the sign, and it opened That's the one, that, that's the one that just wanted a little baby, wasn't it? What? She wanted a little baby. All that she wants is a little baby, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, she, oh my God, Dragon. Yeah. yeah, I'm hip. I'm I'm hip, man. See, I, we're 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 a hip clan. We're we're, we're down with we're down with OPP. Oh my yeah? God! Wow. Uh, so, Dragon, Dragon, you're admitting that you're down with One People's Project. Wow, that's, 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 that's <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, you got me on that one. That, that wasn't that wasn't the acronym I was referring to. Yes, you were referring to uh, the white nationalist group, Naughty by Nature. Yeah, yeah, you know, the the uh, the the white power group, Naughty by Nature. So anyway, uh, Huh? I thought it was Naughty by Nature. Do you ever do you ever play pranks? I think you should send like uh, I do some of some of your younger members. I think here's a good prank for you to do. So say, hey, there's this band called Nazi by Nature. They have a concert <laughs> in in uh, Newark, New Jersey. We want you to go and get to know some people, but show up in your robe. But here's the Ugh. twist. You didn't send them to a Nazi by nature. You sent them to an actual Naughty by Nature concert. Wouldn't that be funny? That probably wouldn't, that probably wouldn't go over well. That'd probably get them hurt. I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, it would be so funny. But anyways, uh, guys. So that, would have, that, would just, that would just cause a lot of bloodshed. Yeah, well... Um, Okay, so guest number three and guest number four, thanks for uh, bringing this up. And uh, um, guys, feel free to call in if you want. Uh, you can call in over your computer or your phone. Um, don't to give your name. You can be uh, anonymous. But uh, this guy, he used to be Ace of Base. Uh, let's see what his name is here. Ulf Ekberg. 
founding member of Ace of Base, started his career as a neo-Nazi skinhead. Uh, so now, guys, this is this is just further proof that Nazis and white nationalists are incapable of making good music. Because, geez, Louise, have you heard Ace of Base's music? Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord, it's awful. Oh, my God. No, it, it wasn't awful during during its, you know, peak, peak time. No, it was, it was awful actually, during it, it actually it, got I, a lot of, it, well, it got a lot of radio play. How many how many albums have you put out? Look, man, mm-hmm. I, I, okay, get so walk, I get your point. I get your point. Walk a mile in their shoes. Well, it's still, it's still crappy music. Okay, well then, then, then Little Wayne is the best musician out there right now. Would you, would you argue that? Who is that? Lil, you know who Lil Wayne is. Don't act like you don't. Oh, that black guy. No, I, I didn't. I just didn't hear you clearly. Yeah, well, he no, puts out a lot. Of I don't know. Stuff. I don't know one song by Lil Wayne. I know the name. I've, I've seen his picture. But, but he I don't sells know a lot of, of his music. But he sells a lot of records, though. Oh, of course. You know, he's, he's probably a really good entertainer. Just because somebody sells records doesn't mean they're a good musician. Ace of Base was horrible. <laughs> well, they weren't That's horrible the when they were popular. Everybody, everybody loved them. Hell, if I owned Little Wayne's record label, hell, I'd be giving them all the damn watermelon and chicken he wanted to eat. Just keep them happy as hell. Keep on making that money. And zinc. Um, like, like I said, they all serve their purpose. Yeah, blacks yeah. make blacks make very good entertainers. Right. Well, it's it's basically like you you hate until you need to pick and choose. When they come up with stuff that yeah, you can't, you just you just you just use you just use people for what they're good for. That's an empty way of living your life. But hey, it's just like you know when when we appoint when we appoint people to certain duties in the clan. First, we look at them and, and we talk with them and, and we get to know them and, and we try to try to steer them towards what what uh, duties we think would fit them the best. You know, we take people's talents and we use it to our advantage. Well, with their consent, though. Oh, of course. Yeah, you, I'm don't, sure you nobody, don't. I'm sure. I'm sure nobody twisted little Wayne's arm. Yes, but with his, but he found that he had a talent for that. But like. There's a difference between like you know using people with talents with 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 them working with them versus putting them in a box and saying you can only do this but you can't do this. Well, that hell, that's our government. Yes, we agree on this. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, hell, that's every government. That's every government around the world. You, you, all right, you, so you do it. You can do this, but you're going to do it our way. Yes, but but doing that and classifying people based on things that they have no control over that. Over like skin color, gender, that's where it's a problem. But it's not our fault they were born that color. Yeah, but it's God, not. God, God decides. God decides who's going to be the master race and who's going to be the servant race. I don't think he decided why people would be the master race. Jesus was not Jesus. white, by the way, guys. Read the I'm, Christian I'm, Bible. I'm, Read the Christian Bible. Yeah, the one that's been cut up and uh, manipulated and reinterpreted and no, reinterpreted. It has, not, it has not been. It hasn't been in, in over four hundred years. I know because it has the same uh, people that printed it. And somewhere, I can't find well, where, but they King James fucked with that Bible. Look it up. Um, King James like cut out a lot of stuff. There, there are people over throughout. Who he, were, he only who he only kept out he only kept out the 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 books that were irrelevant to anything like the Apocrypha and, and 
and uh, some of the female stuff because, you know, back King James time, they didn't give a shit what women said anyway. Right. You know, well, just it, as much it, as a dog as a dog was. Well, you know, I guess at the end of the day, like, if you if you want to read the Bible, you have every right to read it, but it is not a scientific document, and you shouldn't force it upon everyone else around you or expect everyone else to go along with it. No, but uh, let me just – I, I just need – sorry. I just need to address some stuff here. So I guess number three, you were writing Hate Project. I love this article. I'm a dark brown-skinned man of East Indian origin who's a Buddhist. I have been mistaken to be a Muslim or Arab many times, been insulted many times, terrorist, sand nigger. I find this funny because if you look at people from the Middle East, a lot of them look white. Yeah, you're, you're dead on, guest number three. Um, and guest number three, call in if you want to. I don't know if you've ever uh, – guest number three, have you listened to my show before or the Hate Project before? And I'm just going to put this out here. I don't know if he's ever listened to the show before. He sounds like he has. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry, I just put out. I'm trying to put out my email while you respond. Because you know, you you uh, you were tapping into a lot of things that we had a long talk once. Uh, Patrick Wang and I. He's a regular caller to the show. Does, and does uh, guess three speak in me. Huh. Does guest three speak Yimby? Um, I don't know. Does uh, if he does, he guest three. Do you speak Hindi? Yimby. What's Yindi? With a with a Y. Why Yimby? W- what is that? Yindi. It's, it's a dialect in, in India. Well, there's Hindi, which is the popular one. Okay. Well, this this is Y M B I Yimby. Well, like, what region of India is it from? I'm going to ask him if he speaks Yindi. All right, so guess three. Just uh, if you speak Yindi. I've never even heard of that. If he's from East India, he should know. As an Indian, I've never heard of this. Um, I tried to look it up, and I've never heard of Yindi. Um, I can't tell if Dragon's trying to make some dumb joke here. Um you know, arguably, if you've been listening so far, uh, there's a lot that's wrong with this conversation in general, but um, I fully admit I'm just not that great at being Indian, so um, I always get self-conscious when somebody else, it's always a possibility that somebody else, even a Klansman, knows more about uh, Indian culture than I do. All right. Okay. So, uh, anyways, uh, Eckberg here from Ace of Base. Horrible music, by the way, and it's proof that white nationalists cannot make a good record. I don't care how many records they sold. But um, some horrible lyrics here. And uh, let's see what we got here. I'm trying to see. Um, it says they're not sure whether the rest of Ace of Base knew about Eckberg's previous value of Nazism. Uh, for some reason, it's not really spoken about today. So we tell your stuff. And uh, Eckberg's response is fairly noncommittal. In a 1997 documentary, he's quoted saying, I told everyone I really regret what I did. I closed that book. I don't want to even talk about it. And that time does not exist to me anymore. I closed it and I threw the book away in 1987. I took the experience from it. I learned from it. But that life is not me. It's somebody else. But, uh... He's also an active member of the German Marshall Fund's Asia Program Think Tank. And uh, 
this was a, a part of the Marshall Plan, which was a post-WW World War II U.S.-led economic incentive program geared towards preventing the spread of Soviet communism and opening up recovery nations, recovering nations of democracy. Let's see what we got here. So he's a uh, he's involved in a grant program that that deals with uh, recovering nations and and with the agenda of democracy. Um, let's see what we got here. All that she wants. I saw the sign. Um, so he he says that he he claims that he uh, has left that that life behind. If anyone has, uh, if anybody uh, is able to contact this guy, I'd love to interview him for my show because I'm. I don't know that like the feelings of hatred just automatically go away. You know, I don't know. I'm just kind of looking up some stuff here. Ace of Base Nazi. It's just very funny. Like their music, that horrible fucking, uh, that horrible music. Like it's just like finding out. Okay, here we go. Yes. So a uh, guest number four is writing. Play this hate project. Max resist. Fourteen words. Um, I don't know how to. I, I I don't know how. Do you know how to play a, an audio clip over Skype by any chance? Guess four. Somebody was talking about X Lite. All right, I'm just playing it right now. Can you guys hear it? No. So, um, well, guest number three, um, you know, I had a show. I'm just speaking about, um, you know, what you're going through right now. You know, you've been mistaken to be a Muslim or Arab, um, insulted by, just because of the color of your skin. And, um... Let's see. Guest number three is writing Yindi. He's never heard of that. And he said, I heard of Hindi, which is the main language. How do you spell Yindi? Dragon. Y I N B Y. Let me look it up. Y I N D. Yindi. Did you say Y-I-N-D-Y or I? I. Okay. I'm looking it up right now, man. I'm I'm not getting nothing. Hmm. Well, I th- this language is not a uh, not registering, but guys. It, we may have discovered a really, really exciting band from the Aborigine, Aborigines. I think Dragon's a big fan of this band I'm about to post here, so look that up. And for those of you who don't want to click on that link, Yothu Yindi are an Australian band with Aboriginal and Balanda, non-Aboriginal members, formed in 1986. Aboriginal members come from the Yolngu homelands near Yirrkala on the Gulf Peninsula in Northern Territory's Arham land. Not pronouncing any of that right? 
So, Dragon, I didn't know that you were a fan of Aboriginal songs. It's not the same. What is Yindi? Like, then tell us. What, like, what are you talking about? Because nobody knows what you're talking about. It's a dialect. I was just trying to trying to trick him. Say he's East Indian. It, it would have been not not true. That's North Indian dialect. Uh, nobody's heard. Okay, so somebody's writing Yindi Halda. It's Old Norse for e- enjoy eternal bliss. Ooh, buddy. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, well, you're censoring yourself now? Um, yeah, I'm trying to. Trying to be a, a nice Klansman. Trying to be a nice Klansman. Trying to be a, a, a set of, set of example. Maybe a maybe a more tolerant clansman. Mm, no. All right. Well, I still don't understand. So, like, I mean, guess number three is writing something really. I mean, I told stories on this show about experiences like where I almost got attacked, and like uh, I know Patrick Wang told me stories about how he almost got attacked for like. Just for looking away, like even if you weren't that race of like that people hated, just for looking that way, could have gotten hurt and killed. And I think that a lot of white folks don't understand that, and a lot of white nationalists don't understand that. Just get killed for the way you look. And that can happen in in, in any ethnic region. I mean, any of us white people go to Somalia, there's a good chance that we might get killed. White people go to Africa all the time. Yeah, white people Mormon, go to... No, I, no, I said Somalia. I'm not talking about... There's, there's places in Africa that white people can go. But I'm talking about the solid black places. The solid black places. Going, you know, well, there's Pakistani. They got Pakistani there, too. But, you know, white kind of stands out. If you're white... I tell you what. Go go, go into the interior of Mexico. Not, not near any tourist area. I'm talking about the interior... And watch how that watch how long watch how quick you get taken hostage or, or kidnapped or thrown in jail. And uh if you don't have any money, your family don't have any money to get you out, you you die there. Because, hmm. you know, there's a lot of corrupt nations, including our own, but you know, we have a little bit of stuff called due process, so hmm. Well, guest number three, uh, if you want to call in, feel free to call in, um, chat with myself, chat with Dragon. He's probably, uh, probably got some hotel rooms to clean up. Oh, my God. This guy. Horrible zingers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or he's on his lunch break. He's he's on his lunch break from uh, Sprint customer service. Oh my lord! Talk shoot. (laughs) Hold back the laugh, man. Hold hold the laugh back. (laughs) You know what's kind of sad though is like what like what is like what do these stereotypes do for you as a human being? Because they're kind of like inaccurate and outdated. Like what do they do for you? They don't do nothing for me. They just just bring me a little bit of humor for a brief period of time. 
But like you do believe that everyone else is inferior. So like what is that like what is that emotional feeling for you? It makes me feel better about my own race if I if I feel that they're inferior. But you know that you have pieces of garbage in your own race. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, we we do. And there's plenty of evidence of just fucking garbage. And I've looked at like the crime statistics and the crime statistics between white the crimes committed by whites like murder and rape are pretty much almost the same. They are as crimes committed with by blacks. They almost the same. And like in in general, you know, in general, I'm sorry. That's that's black. That's 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 race on race crime. That's that's nearly the same. If you look at how many blacks rob blacks, just about the same amount of whites rob whites. So it just just, debunks the idea that one race is savage and the other one is a good one. It just does. And and um, but I guess like what I'm curious about is I was like. So the emotional feeling is like when you wake up in the morning and, and like do you feel ang- like when you wake up in the morning dragon do you just feel do you feel happy about the world or do you feel angry or like what like what do you feel No I I, I wake up and, and and love everything about being white Like what are some things you love about being white <laughs> Mayonnaise That's that kind of Kind of a. I don't know. I have to get back to you on that one. I, just, I mean, like, I just, do you, you sort of like? I just love my like, race. Do you like the like the pink skin when you look in the mirror? Sure. Okay. Well, mine's more. Mine's more of a olive kind of. It's kind of Middle Eastern. I get it's it. It's kind of white. It's kind of white, white, white. You know, it's darker white. I'm not pale white, like like Swedish or Germans are more closer to Italians. Sorry, I'm just looking at this PDF here. Okay. And uh, let's see what we got here. The color of crime. All right. Second expanded edition. New Century Foundation. Octon. Octon. Let's see. So I'm just reading some of this stuff here. I'm sorry. Um, And uh, the color of crime. Let's see. Well, basically, it seems like the gist of this is that... uh, Black people. It's basically trying to put forward this idea that black folks are worse than white folks, even though I'm, I'm just looking at what the who, new century, who wrote that. Was it say who wrote it? The New Century Foundation, which I'm looking up right now, and uh, it's been described as a white supremacist group. Oh, and, and the founder denies it and calls it white separatists because that's so much better. And let me see. Um, I, I'm just gonna, you know what? Guess number four. I will give this a chance. By the way, I will look this up. Um, I don't see. It, it, this is like one of those things where, like, he just lists these like little statistics right here in the beginning of his, uh, the beginning of his like little like treatise. With not, he has not uh, offered any concrete evidence. He just sort of like threw out like randomness. Let me see. What we got here uniform crime reports. 
But you know what? I'm going to try and read the rest of this. I'm going to give it a chance. Not going to be a jerk. Uh, so The Color of Crime is written by Jared Taylor, um, who's one of the more respectable, uh, clean-cut racists, uh, a white supremacist, uh, the sort of think tank white supremacist. Um, again, it's not uh, going back to my earlier point, uh, my earlier mistake of assuming that lower income white people are the ones who populate uh, racism in America. Um, this is a guy who basically um, helps uh, engineer the discourse of racist um, ideas in America. Not a blue collar guy. Look him up, Jared Taylor. I'll post an article as well down below. And yeah, back then, uh, as you can hear, um, I wanted to give these folks a chance. I wanted to actually meet them halfway and explore their literature. Um, there's no point in doing that. Um, it doesn't contain anything surprising. Uh, it doesn't contain anything uh, that's factual. It doesn't contain any new ideas. And um, it's just hate speech. Just uh, dressed up a little bit nicer. All right. But guys, just this is not like a, an unbiased, objective uh, organization. That's an FBI report. This is not an FBI report. It's New Century Foundation. I'm going to call these guys tomorrow. You know, yeah, I'm going to... I can't call them tomorrow. I actually have a job to do, guys. I'm like a lot of you. Um... New Century Foundation. It, it, this is not the FBI. You know that. You know what the FBI is, don't you? Jesus. So, dra uh, guess number three. Dragon is writing. Dragon, LOL. If I'm a call center agent, then you are a buck-toothed hillbilly who lives in a trailer, and you have sex with your own sister. I hate stereotypes. But, you know, it's odd that he knew the exact job title. Isn't that kind of weird? Call center agent. I guess he's. At least has been there. I just said, you know, certain customer service. That could have been anything, but he knew exactly. Call center agent. Well, I mean, you are no, not no, just blah, speculating blah, blah. on somebody's job. Come on. He got what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me just see. Big uh, rule. I'm afraid of clicking on this, but I'm just going to do it. Oh my god. Fuck, I love being white. I don't understand that. I'm just going to put this out there for, for anybody, not even just white people. Why are you proud of something of which you had no... You didn't accomplish it. You had no control over it. Why would you be proud or ashamed of something, of being a man, of being white, why, why would we not be a, a proud of our history? Yeah, well, what did you contribute to that history? I'm, I'm just the, the part that carries it on. I mean, in a hundred years from now, the history of this age might be celebrated. You know, it's just I'm sure back then when that history was taking place, you know, the people ten years after that, you know, they didn't have nothing to do with it either, but they're proud of it too. But your pride is contingent upon putting other people down. It's not just being proud of... My, my pride is contingent upon wiping out the entire fucking mud existence. Why do, you need, like, nothing, why do you need that? Nothing but white people on this planet. So what, what steps are you taking to do that? 
I'm not the militant person, so I'm not the one that's taking the steps, but I support the one that do. And that right there uh, is just it. Uh, that is the philosophy of white supremacists, white nationalists, neo-Nazis. So to anyone out there who's still wondering uh, whether it's worth engaging in dialogue with neo-Nazis in the hopes of bringing them back to humanity or in the hopes of actually having a good conversation, that's it right there. That is their agenda. So every dumb, cutesy think piece by the liberal media about some neo-Nazi uh, in the Pacific Northwest or some Trump supporter who's worried about a Muslim invasion and stuff like that. That's This is their philosophy. That's just it. It's about wiping out everybody who's not white, or if not wiping them out, at least uh, subjugating them in a certain way in service to white people. Sometimes I just wish that this would actually... I'd like to just sort of uh, spy on what would happen if they did wipe out all non-white people, because they'd have to turn on each other. Because all these variations of white were not always considered white... Italians, Irish, Greeks. Oh, all right. So, like, anytime you hear a, uh, like, a racial attack, like, you hear, say, like, you know... I, uh, I love church- it. I love it. Support it. I'll send them stamps if they get in trouble and go to prison. I'll send them stamps and whatever I could do to make their life better till they get out. And I'll so share more just- every, every day. And so, but you you don't feel that way about like black people, like black on white crime. No, not any crimes against our race. No. But you you don't understand that like shooting at people because of the color the color of their skin or um, setting off bombs because people who are of a different culture or origin is savage. You don't you don't think that like when it's a white person it's savage, but when it's anyone else it's savage. Well, I don't even think they have the, the brains to even do it, but, you know, all they can do is, is resort to primitive violence. I don't even think they have the fucking brains to get that technical, you know, using using explosives. But Okay, well, then using guns. Like, so, like, when they use that, you, you that's not savage at all. Um, just some water. Um, on, 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 from my perspective, they're doing the, the white race, when they do something for our race, I, I feel it's worth it. You know, if they, if they lose their freedom, lose their life or whatever, you know, if, if we know about it, you know, we, we'll try to remember them as you know, best we can or, or try to support them if they're, if they're locked up. And if the blacks want to support the, the, uh, the blacks that commit crimes against other races, that's, that's their business, but you know, I just, I just, I just support my own race. You know, I, I could care less about the others. So you wouldn't have the Indian food in your Indian doctor if everybody was wiped out, though. You do know that, right? No, we, I, I mean, I'd find another doctor. You know, that's just you know. But if you really believe in what you if, if you really believe in what you're preaching, you shouldn't even be going to that fucking Indian doctor in the first place. There's no there's no doctors that specialize in what I need that are at the, at the place that I go to. You know, I'm, well, I'm, stuck, still with, I'm stuck. I'm stuck with Blue Cross Blue Shield, and then you know, essentially, they tell you where you're going to go to the doctor at. Well, if you were a man of principle, like if you really lived by your principle, you you would stick it out and not you wouldn't take the insurance then. 
a lot of people forget you know, having insurance. You gotta have you gotta have insurance, you know, uh, if you want to be you know responsible and, and and take care of your family, you have to have some kind of health insurance. Okay, uh, but you, you know, just now said, on the government, then, then, yeah, then well, the doctors get even worse. Discussion about insurance. Who gives a shit about insurance? It's not a discussion about that. You just now said that this guy, who he specializes in a condition that you have, correct? So, but you want him wiped off the planet. So, what are you going to do about your fucking condition when he's wiped off the planet? There'll be, there'll be another doctor to take his place. So then, why aren't you going to that doctor now? Because he's not there. There's no white doctors who can take care of your condition. No, there's plenty, but but my insurance won't cover it. They have a strict a strict PPO, and then that's it. You go where they say to go. So, you, and you can't shop around for other insurance plans. No, absolutely not. Uh, no, because that's the only one that you know that my company sells. And anything doing anything, you know, if you've ever done anything privately, you know that you know private insurance is extremely expensive. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a problem in this country. That's all. That's for another show. If we can get if we can get socialized medicine, shit, I shit, I love it. Shit, you know, okay, I'm, so this this, this, uh, this Indian doctor. So you are for socialized medicine. Excuse me. You are you are for like Obamacare and stuff like that, or like a version of that. I'm not I'm not I'm not pro Obama anything. I wish I wish we still had George Bush in office. But George Bush typifies like the private insurance industry and like how it's just. I understand it. I understand it. I don't like it, but but I support him because he, he's a white he's a white guy. Anything that Obama does. Okay, I'm going to ask you again. This guy, okay, so this this Indian doctor who you're going to, is, is is this person keeping you, A, alive and or at least making your life bearable? Of course. He's very intelligent. So you want him wiped off the planet? If, if, if it came down to it, yes. I'd want all of them wiped off the planet. He's dedicating his time to keep you alive. Right. Like I said, you use everybody, you know, for, for what you can use them for. Everybody has a purpose on this planet. So as a reminder, uh, for those who've been listening to this podcast, um, I was anonymous on the show, so I didn't reveal my Indian-American background, heritage. So, um, because I was allowing everybody to be anonymous, so I was participating with them on that. Um, So, and also if you've been listening to the show, uh, Dragon and I have been arguing in circles about his hypocrisy, about him loving Indian food, about him seeing an Indian doctor, about him, you know, enjoying non-white things. And this is the same conversation. Um, I keep having this conversation with him. I I don't know. I guess in hopes of maybe at least like some realization of like okay, maybe I should. Uh, maybe that's a little like weird that um, I have these conflicting sort of perspectives that actually probably should cancel. One should cancel the other one out, right? Um, yeah. So that's what's going on here. And uh, it's kind of hard because as an Indian, it's hard to listen to this uh, and have an intelligent conversation. <coughs> that's how hard it is, bro. Um, to have a um, intelligent conversation 
a dialogue that we're supposed to all be having as good liberals and uh, not feel something as an Indian person, feel threatened. That's like such an empty way of living your life, but if that's what you choose, that's what you choose, man. I mean, that's like, I mean, and you're also, I mean, like, you keep, you keep, hold like, on, you know, hang on, hang on, like, hang on. You keep, you keep, you keep saying like that you're the master race, but basically like all the other races are basically serving and they're actually accomplishing things. And it, and you're making white people look stupid. Like it, it's proving that like, How's that? White folks How's are you just said crazy. it, you just said it, you just said it yourself. They're serving, they're serving their purpose. No. They're actually providing a service that's useful to humanity. Okay. Whereas, like, white people are just sitting back yeah, and there's everybody around them. Okay. What, what, what's wrong with that? It's fucking pointless. Like, that, you've proven yourself to be a savage race and proven yourself to, like, really not yeah, contribute anything to humanity that you want to reward. About the reward. There's nothing savage about the white race. We're, we're very... Just now we're celebrating minded. people who... You were celebrating violent acts against other people. You were, you were, you were, you were, no, it wasn't celebrating violent acts. You were, you were talking about people being desperate, robbing people, when you were talking about savage, savageness between the races. Now, anybody that's yeah. desperate will do anything. Yeah, yeah. But as for people that, that live you know, for, their, for religion and die for their religion, that, that's something totally different. <sighs> well, that's, I mean, like, like killing... But killing like uh, people just on the basis of their skin color is a savage act, and that's that's no different than the terrorists. When's the last person got killed for their skin color? Okay, there was a Sikh temple shooting in 2012. Let me see. There's there's been quite a few acts of this, but like Trayvon Martin, that's one. Um, that, that, guy also, that, that guy wasn't white. That guy that guy was mixed with something. He was mixed, but like he was a guy who identified as white. He, there, I've kn- I've known a lot of people when I grew up in Texas. Like I, I, I knew a lot of mixed people, like who were like maybe partly Hispanic, but if they could pass as white and they could identify as white, if they looked white, they would uh, they would want people to think that they were white, and that's the culture that they would adopt. I imagine everybody wishes they were white, but it's not white. Not it's, it's not because life. like it's not because like white people are actually better than anybody. It's it's more the systemic and historical. Uh, uh, sort of privilege that's been afforded to white people. Of course, people people don't want to be demonized. They're tired of being demonized too. And let's see, what we got here Roger Weissman. There we go. Hate projects calls white folks a savage race. He hates white people. I don't at all. I love white people. I'm I'm making a point. It's like anytime somebody commits a crime, you can't just say that oh this person committed a crime. That's savage, but when we do it, it's justified. That's the point. And if you don't get that, I got nothing for you. Um, but thanks for tu- thanks, thank you for tuning in, buddy. Uh, call in if you want to. You can uh, anybody who's uh, com- been come through here. If you want to ask a question of me, of Dragon, um, and that goes for Cleeper, WTF with Mark Marin. Uh, oh, sorry, WTF is the truth. Guest number three, guest number four, Roger Wiseman. Um, but there was a there was a Sikh temple shooting last year with this piece of shit who just walked in and started gunning people down who didn't bother him who had nothing to do with him. Was it a religion on religion crime or was it a, a race on race crime? 
that was what was determined on that one? It was a it was a mix of stupid. Um, he he was associating Sikhs with Muslims, and they're not. He was associating Sikhs with Arabs and Sikhs with people like just because they have fucking turbans on. He was he was assuming that they were behind nine eleven, even though they weren't. And he just like went and shot a, a fucking unarmed group of people. And you know what? That's no different than like the the, the Newtown shooting. It's no different. It's no different than like these these pieces of shit who fucking set up that bomb in Boston. I agree. So I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah. So that there's, I have a couple concrete examples of a. Uh, you know, you shouldn't, of you, shouldn't, crime. you shouldn't you shouldn't engage non-combatants, whether it be religious or or whatever. You go after the people that are guilty. You don't go after innocent people. But you were just now claiming that you support anybody who's trying to wipe out people based on their skin color. No, I said anybody that, that got in prison doing something for their race or, or died for their like, race. Like killing others. I would, I would support them. As long as they stick with whoever they felt was guilty of it and not just, you know, targeting innocent people, like, like walking into a temple and, and just start shooting people at random, you know, that... that I don't, I don't feel that's fair, and, and uh, uh, I, I, that's kind of chicken shit, if you ask me. You know, if there's some, something that, that you're mad about, and you think that it's time for them to die, stick with the person that you think should die. Don't just don't just start killing people at land. Mm. All right. Well, another uplifting conversation, right, guys? Look, look how our, our government tries to stick to only military targets. I mean, every once in a while, a, a bomb may go awry and, and kill innocent people, but we try to just target, you know, whatever government or, or, or whatever, you know, faction we're going against. We try not to kill any innocent people, but sometimes it happens. Yeah, well, I mean, it, to the victims of these uh, bombings or the families of the victims. I mean, that's not really much of a reassurance, but... Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? oh Life gosh. is hell when you party naked. Life is hell. Was that one of your fucking t-shirts there, buddy? Life is hell when you party <laughs> no, naked. No, I don't... I don't think that would go over very well. I don't think the IW would like that. The what? I don't think the IW would like that T-shirt. At least lately, haven't the IW? What's a what's the IW? The the Imperial Wizard, the the president of the clan. The Imperial Wizard. The Imperial Wizards battling the dragon. Let's see. I'm looking at this. uh, This uh, oath. I'm I'm looking at this. uh, uh, let's see. So Oof Elkberg from Ace of Base is basically um, is basically um, denying that he wrote racist songs. And uh, well, it's hard to sell a racist song. Yeah, it's he only specific. To, it's only specific to one demographic. So I mean, 
Yeah, you guys, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna post this uh, again here and um, let's see. If you guys look at this guy, he looks like a, a vanilla ice. I'm sure there. I'm sure the first you know the first name of the of the title track was "All She Wants Is a Little White Baby," but you know the Jew producer <laughs> oh, said, you know, man. they said they said you know you know the Jews were telling her you know. I don't think that title's going to sell very well. So let's just take the white part out, and, and we'll, let's just run with it, and we'll see what happens. Maybe I'm see, wrong. Like, you but let's a, just run you, with it and see what's going on. And sure enough, you know, it, it went, it just went, you know, through the roof. So everybody oh was like, this. even 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 the blacks, the Mexicans got together and said, you know, I want a baby too. Oh my God, you're like coming up with like a fucking comedy sketch. I am. I'm but, just. I'm just. Uh, you should you should move to Hollywood and try your hand at TV. I know, I know it, 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 it ain't gonna work because one of you motherfuckers is gonna rat rat me out. And say, hey, you know that's one bitch doing the clan, and there goes my damn showbiz career. And I would give y'all free tickets to the show, and, and you'd still rat me out. You're like, yeah. I got some pictures of him in the fucking robe, and then it's all over the Inquirer, and then you know there there I go, and then, you know I'm gonna have to get Angelina Jolie to adopt me, you know, and all that shit. Oh, it'll, work itself out. it'll work itself out, but I have to enter rehab. You'll have to go to rehab with Danny Bonducci and you know another fucking drunks and this shit. Like you come out of rehab. Like come, like like come out of rehab. Come out of rehab. A changed man. You know, ex 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 uh, hate monger. Back in comedy, he'll be at the uh, playing at the fucking uh, Rio in Las Vegas this Friday. Oh my God. You're like doing like your version. This is like the Dean Martin show or something that you're pitching to me. Jesus. That's kind of. All right, so Roger Weissman is writing, if it weren't for Dragon, there wouldn't be any listeners anyway. Okay, fair enough. And this wimpy little so that, does that mean, does that mean I'm a suck down it, to this poor guy. Does that mean that I'm a celebrity? I guess so, yeah. Well, Roger, you got a fan in Roger Wiseman. Well, you can tell by his last name that he's a smart guy. Right. I bet this is his real name, too. You know, he, he, can, he can pick a winner. I can't tell if uh, he's calling me a wimpy little clown or... Uh, that's probably who... Yeah. If there's a party here that he does not like, it's me. He hates me. Wow. Well, Roger, call in if you want to. And just dial the number down there. And uh, the Imperial Wizard is Frank Ancona. Does the name sound familiar to you? I do. I do not know him personally, but I do know that Frank Ancona is an Imperial Wizard in a clan group. But I don't know him personally. But that's like a national. So the Imperial Wizard. Casting spells of hatred. So let me interject here. Um, so Frank Ancona, the Imperial Wizard that we're referring to here, uh, former Imperial Wizard because he was murdered in 2017. Um, story's good so far. Turns out that he was murdered by his wife. And the reason that he was murdered was that he was asking for a divorce. So his wife didn't fucking murder him because he was in the clan. It was the divorce that was going too far because she wanted a happy, long life 
as a clan spouse. So fuck her too. Jeez, all these fucking people. This is not an incitement, what I'm about to say. But all these people deserve to be murdered. Okay, continue. Me. Um, I'm just looking his name up right now. There's Frank Ancona Honda. Is that the same guy? No. No. <laughs> Frank Ancona lives in Missouri. Uh, somewhere in Missouri. He actually uh, does quite a lot of benevolent things for the entire community. Uh, he does uh, food drives and I think he does some toy runs and stuff. But I know I know for a fact he does a toy drive because or a food drive uh, because I saw it on uh, YouTube. So as for being, you know, part of his community, he definitely uh, tried to be part of the community. They had rented some some uh, pavilion at a, a state park, I think, and uh, they made a bunch of grocery bags, you know, full of food and stuff. For I guess whoever felt they were less privileged, you know, just come on by and they talk a little bit about the clan and give you some food and go on about your way. I don't know how much return he got off of that, but you know, it was a kind gesture anyway. But, you know, I didn't see any Cadillacs pull up. I didn't see no Cadillacs. I didn't see no black folks. But there was, you know, about five or six cops. And uh, there was a lot of white people showing up. And, uh, you know, they talked a little bit about the Klan, and they got their little bag of food and took off. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure black people didn't show up because they don't want to talk about the Klan to a Klan's member? <laughs> probably, you're probably very accurate on that one. <clears throat> let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. Uh, Roger Wiseman, uh, Hate Project's friend Patrick Wang, was on Nimbusters last night bragging about how Asians will exterminate blacks and Mexicans. I don't think, I don't, I don't Wang's never talked about exterminating blacks or Mexicans. Uh, I've told you before, I've told you before, even a couple weeks ago, we have nothing to fear for Asians because none of them are tall enough to reach the launch button. So don't worry about it. Oh my it. God, this guy, this zinger. Fucking Lisa Lampanelli of the clan here. This guy. Let me see what we got here. So, um, let's see. Um, Roger Wiseman saying, I can find Wang's post if you want to read it yourself. All right. Let's see. Uh, you know, Patrick Wang is a friend of mine, and um, he's a good dude. I don't feel like he would. But also, uh, uh, Wiseman, um, I've noticed that a lot of people, I've tried to get through that Nimbusters website, and I just can't. But um, I, uh, I noticed that a lot of people just post whatever. There's no sort of verification on who's posting what. So somebody could just post a sentence and then put you gotta their have, like, you fucking gotta have you got to have a fact handshake to get on them Oh, is that right? So does Roger Wiseman have... It's a it's a secret fag handshake. Well, I don't know, because I don't know Roger Wiseman. But if to, to get onto the website, you gotta, you got to know that. Well, he, he, well, he's on Nimbusters, so you're saying that he has a fag handshake. No, I didn't um, see anything about him being on Nimbusters. He says he well he was reading Nimbusters and he's about to go on there now. 
So you're saying that you couldn't get on the website? I can get on it. I, I just I can't like fucking. I don't like to read it. It's not fun for me. I've never been on it, so I don't really don't know. Is it that kind of stuff? It, it's just it's a. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't it's get an it. Orgy of it's an orgy of idiots, is what it is. Yeah. What else do I want to talk about here? Okay, late, I'm just right here. It's post by Roger Weissman. Oh my God, dude! Oh, that's all they do, that's all they do, is get on there and just just post. No, post, every, post everybody shit should click on. Uh, I'm getting threatened. Shut it! Everyone, click <laughs> on that link. Has, there, has, right. has everyone clicked on it? I'm looking at it. Did anyone read what Roger Weissman fucking wrote? He said, "I hate hate project, and I will annually annually rape him." And strangle him to death. Roger, did you write that? Yes or no, fucker? Did you just threaten me? That's not the one. I don't, I'm not I don't even care that. about this other Where is that post, you piece of shit. Let's see what we got here. All right, so if you've been listening to this podcast... Um, Nimbusters was a shit posting forum, very 4chan, 8chan-esque, um, that happened to attract a lot of actual white nationalists. Um, and um, I don't remember what the post was saying exactly. I'm assuming it's saying what I am was just now saying. This guy was threatening to anally rape me. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I don't remember this exact moment or this exact post, and I can't find it. I'm not seeing. I see. I see Patrick's post, but I don't see his. What's the? Is it must be the other link. That was not me who wrote that. You really didn't write that you're gonna str- like anally rape me, strangle me. Okay. Sure about that? When was that put in? Don't lie to me. Yeah. Don't lie to me, Roger. I don't like this. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Threatening me. I should. <laughs> Boy, that's a that's quite okay. Well, Roger, how do I know that Patrick Wang actually wrote that post? I just now read it. So you're saying that you didn't write your post? How do I know that he wrote his post? Nobody ever sees like their own hypocrisy or how like they operate in double standards. Dragon, I mean, like, does does anyone make you happy in your life? My wife does. My dogs okay. do. My garden does. My work does. I got a lot of black people working for me, so I, I enjoy that. I enjoy being the boss. Mm. I got my so, imaginary, imaginary whip. I got my little imaginary whip that I have laying on my desk. That is such a sad fantasy. (laughs) It's a joke, you asshole. (laughs) Uh, I have fun about it. Huh? It's funny. It's funny to think about it, though. 
So on Paradox of Civility episode 14, uh, where I revisit the Hate Project episode 19, which aired on February 4, 2013, Dragon was calling in and he admitted that he uh, had a high-level position at a Fortune 100 company and he admitted that um, he was tougher on black employees than he was on white employees and in fact would fire black employees more easily than white employees. So... So basically, um, even if uh, the Klan is not out lynching people, they are out destroying lives because these decisions ruin lives. Racism is a dumbass ideology that kills people. Um, unlike every other dumbass ideology, like, well, I guess if you're an anti-vaxxer, that also hurts and kills people. All right, but I just want to give you some context of what he's talking about here. And um, again, you know, I kind of, uh, I challenged him before on this uh, particular subject, but this time around, it's just we're palling around a little bit. I regret that a little bit. Um, I felt like I should have just challenged him on this issue every single fucking time. I kind of made fun of him a little bit here, but, you know, it's, um, shouldn't offer any comfort about this. Yeah, right. All right, guys. Uh, I think I'm looking at the talk shoe right now. Dallas debt discussion. A few weeks ago, we beat Dallas debt discussion in um, in uh, uh, in calls, which was awesome. But they're they're kicking our ass tonight. They have 59 participants, and they're still waiting for the host. You don't believe that shit? I like I like Dallas debt discussion. Does anyone here listen to Dallas debt? I've never listened to it, but um, I like the idea that like it's only debt that is in Dallas. So if you have Oklahoma debt, fuck you. Yeah, why don't you? Um, let me see what we have here. <laughs> okay. Now, see, this is why I don't like this website. Uh, somebody's, somebody attributed this statement to me, and I'm not going to read it. You can, you can click on that stupid link for yourself. I didn't, read, I didn't write any of this, uh, so that's not me. <laughs> so this is just proof that, uh, Roger, anybody can post anything on that fucking website, because I did not write that. Okay. All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna like uh, I'm gonna look up something really quickly. I'm gonna just sort of check out these other shows that are going on right now. <laughs> oh my god, this this like impotent fucking anger is hilarious. By the way, guys, it's just kind of sad, but it's funny to me. Hang on, I'm sorry. So, Dragon, you have, you know, I don't, I, I guess, like, what I'm confused about is, like, why you can't just appreciate your wife and your dogs and your garden and just, just like, live a life without hating other people or wanting other people to be exterminated. That's something I, I'm not going to get and I probably will never get. And you're never going to, like, really convince me of how that's a good way to be. But it's all right. Let's see what we got here. Dallas debt discussion. I'm just logging on to stuff right now, guys. Dragon, do you have any other uh, favorite talk shoe shows that are not white nationalist? Are you there? No. Yeah, I'm still here. I don't. I don't know. I don't listen to any 
only ones I listen to are pro-white shows. Right. Do you listen to, like, any other radio? Like, in general? Yeah, I listen to XM. I had an XM in my car and uh, listen to internet radio at work. And that's all uh, mostly metal in the uh, 70s and 80s. I see. Some disco. So, I like I like disco. Wow, like uh, Donna Summer. No, not Donna Summer. More like. Uh, oh, good God! Let me try to remember. They play that funky music, White Boys. Yeah, I like I like that song. It's a pretty cool song. Just celebrating how funky white people are. And his entire right. band was black. His entire band was black. It's kind of funny as shit. And he kind of dressed. He dressed really dorky for 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 that era. He was kind of you know blue satin with white fringe hanging off his shirt. <laughs> I guess that was cool back then. Uh, I'm not that old. So I'm just uh I'm just logging on to some other shows right now, everybody, so you wanna hear a, a show that'll make you pull your hair out, go some of those uh T I shows. What's that? You wanna go, if you wanna go to a show that'll make you pull your hair out, go to some of those targeted individual shows. Oh yeah, I'm on I'm on What's a couple that? of um that, that I'm on a couple of those T I like, whatever his name is, he just Rambles I was listening on to that show. On and on. It's like the same shit. Get to do, do you believe in all that? Do you believe in like targeted individuals and stuff like that? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I, I, it seems kind of far fetched. You know, if the government doesn't like you, they'll just get rid of you. I mean, why? Why would they waste resources just to irritate somebody? I've actually like. I can, I, I can I, understand. I I can understand it to be, you know, a short time period, maybe, you know, mess with you for a short time period, but, you know, they're not going to keep authorizing the money for you just to keep aggravating the same person over and over for no reason, no no justifiable reason um, to I tried to, like, um, I tried to uh, uh, listen to those shows, and I did some research on TIs, and I watched some videos of targeted individuals who posted them. And they're ridiculous, dude. Like, they are fucking, like... There's one where, like, this guy's just driving around. He's driving, like, into, like, a Walmart parking lot. And, like, he has his camera on his, like, windshield. And he's, like, target... Like, you know, TI agents will cut in front of you when you're trying to turn in. And he's, like, yeah, I got this all on tape, buddy. And then, like, um, and then, um, and then, um, like, at one point, he goes and parks his car, and he's still filming. And uh, there's a woman in the distance just rolling her car, and she has a baby in her cart as she's just rolling it to her car. And this guy, like, basically, like, is saying that she's an agent who's after him. And she says, like, oh, yeah, these agents, they, they, typically, uh, they typically use babies and little children to annoy the targeted individuals. And it's like, are you, are you an idiot? Like, this is just life. And it's like you're afraid of life. 
it's, it's like talk shows all like white supremacists and targeted individuals. How that fucking happen even? So yeah, uh, as you just now heard, talk show was populated by mainly white nationalist uh, online radio shows and shows dealing with people who believe themselves to be targeted individuals. Meaning that uh, they thought the government, uh, including, you know, intelligence agencies, enforcement agencies, were singling them out for electronic harassment and other types of harassment, like, you know, um, like what I described in that video. So if you Google targeted individuals, uh, I'm not going to dwell too much on it here, but um, you can see it's a bit of its own subculture and uh, you can make up your own mind about that one. I mean, you would assume if they were targeted that they wouldn't be able, even be able to get out into the into the uh, on the talk show and do anything because the man would have shut them down by now. Yeah. I mean, if there really was some some substance to to you know what what they're what they're uh, crying about. I mean, if you're targeted, you're targeted. Let's 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 see some fucking blood. Show me where they really fucking hurt you. Don't just don't just give me fucking pictures of people staring at you. Hell, I stare at people all the time. Does that mean I'm fucking targeting them? Yeah, exactly. Just because somebody bumps you, somebody bumps you and knocks your ice cream out of your hand, that doesn't mean that there's a conspiracy out to, to, to kill you. But see, I see a commonality between a lot of white nationalist groups and targeted individuals. It's people who are afraid of life. I was watching this uh, documentary about the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, you know, I mean, I you know, Fred Phelps was at my church, the Eastboro Baptist Church. And man, that guy sucked a lot of cock, like a champ. But um, one of one of his sons who got away from him, um, he he gave like an interview and he was saying like how much of it was like a cult, and how basically like Fred Phelps, this is a guy that ultimately like is addicted to anger, and the way he operates and like everything he's doing, this is just a guy who has a a whole lot of pain in him. We just have like a ton of pain in him and has nowhere to go with it. Yeah, he's just afraid. Like they're just fucking afraid of life. Which I say, kill oh, yourself. You. Oh shit! Would you, uh, let's uh, go ahead and respond, Dragon. I'm sorry. Well, I can tell you right now, our our clan group does not support Westboro Baptist Church whatsoever. They would never ever ever come to any of our areas mm-hmm. to protest any of their stupid shit about any fallen soldier, regardless of color. We would be there to intervene against Westboro Baptist Church. Right. I wouldn't make a damn if it was a black Chinese or whatever. If he died for this country, he should he should be buried honorably without interference with a bunch of fucking idiots claiming that the reason why your son got killed is because he was gay or, or whatever the fuck they hate. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, we agree on that, sir. And on that note, I'm going to take this phone call real quick. I think I know who this is. Hey, Paul, are you there? Hey, 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 this is Patrick Paul Pine. How are you, Heat Project? I'm well. Good to hear from you, sir. Good to hear from you, too. So, if you've listened to previous Paradoxes of Civility, um, Patrick Wang is an anti-racist who uh, trolls white nationalists. Specifically, he trolled Harold Covington, uh, the late not-great Harold Covington, uh, and his Northwest Front movement. Um, he's called in a few times, uh, and he's calling in again. Okay, so, uh, so uh, Wang, uh, there's some sort of a fight here in my chat between... Uh, Roger Wiseman is calling you out a little bit. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, and I think it's really important. Uh, I'm glad that Roger 
I think Roger is just one of those typical Nimbuster trolls, and there's many of them. But uh, I'm glad that he did what he did today, just so that we. I, I know you were asking me about Nimbusters a while ago, so this is one very important characteristic of Nimbusters. Um, the thing with Nimbusters is that anyone can post as anyone in that board. Um, so it, it's it, you really have to take anything that's posted on Nimbusters, you know, with a pinch of salt, you know, because anyone can post as anyone. Um, I, I did not. I mean, I saw those those posts that uh, R Roger put up in the chat room, and I did not, you know, I I did not uh, write any of that. And, and and I'll be honest with you, even if I did feel that way, which I don't, um, I wouldn't be foolish enough to put that up there, you know, on the internet where where someone could track it down. I think that would be uh, very foolish of me, even if I did do, feel that way. So no, I definitely so, did not type that or or post you, that. you didn't want to. So you're 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 not. You don't want to exterminate. Uh, blacks or Mexicans or anyone? No, no, definitely not. I, I, um, I think, uh, well, I think a lot of um, you know white nationalists have a strong impression that if you're an anti-racist, then you're you're, you're anti-white, which I believe is one of their 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 uh, mantras. But yeah, I saw I, there's a video. There was a video that was circulating about that. It's it's one of the dumbest videos with some of the I, hottest I, women I've ever seen. It's one of the dumbest videos of all time. But, I know. You know. I, I actually I saw that video, and I think it's just it's really foolish. Um, it's false information because I I'm against you know all races of all skin colors. It's not just you know I'm I'm not anti-white. I'm not anti-anything. Any skin color. I'm anti-racism. Um, you know just, just like you. I, um, and uh, um, so I mean I think it's very important to um, to to emphasize that. So so really you know uh, anyone can post with anyone on Nimbusters. So I wouldn't trust anything that's been posted at Nimbusters. Um, okay. And uh, another thing, you know, I, you know, before I I I noticed that um, uh, Dragon was uh, was making fun of, uh, you know, one of the guests and using a, a stereotype. You know, I think I think he called him uh, a call call agent, call what's it called call call service agent, customer and, service, great customer and, service, and, and just a customer service agent. And just the fact that he has a doctor who's Indian should refute that stereotype, right? Yeah, thank uh, you. I, I was um, trying to. Okay. Okay. Call call Sprint customer service. Just I'm, I'm just call Sprint customer service and see who answers the phone. Right. And I think before that you said something about working in a in a, in a convenience store or something about coffee. I I don't quite remember. But but I think that the important fact is that first of all, stereotypes are stupid because you know we do have to judge people as individuals. You know. And the second fact that we need to acknowledge, especially you, Dragon, since you use them and you see you use them for humor is that it can be really hurtful. I know it's not hurtful to you because you're not using a stereotype that's used against uh, people of, 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 of who look like you, but if someone did use a stereotype against, uh, say, people who look like you, then you would find that hurtful. So I think it's important we realize that using these stereotypes, even if you use them as a joke, can be really hurtful. Um, I'm sure that it would be, coming from your perspective or from anybody's perspective, but... If you go to half of the comedy acts, every one of them, that's all they do is stereotype people. I agree, and I disagree with those. And then they get paid to think, do it. I, I mean, I disagree with them, and I, I don't care, you know, how, you know, what the the race of the comedian is. I, I disagree with it. I, I don't think, uh, I, I mean, you know, it, it's 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 not funny when you're hurting someone else. You know, when you're when you're uh, being entertained at the expense of someone else, then that's not really funny. You know. Um, and the problem is a lot of people, you know, it goes beyond the humor because a lot of people actually believe in these stereotypes, you know, and maybe because they haven't actually met those people themselves or they don't know much about them, they actually believe in the stereotypes. Um, and, 
some of these stereotypes can be really harmful. You know, they're not just, you know, silly stereotypes. Some of them can be really harmful. So we need to keep that in mind, you know. Um, um, so that was the other point which I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, Dragon, do you, do you have anything to say to that? Say that again? Do you have anything to say? To, 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 you know, do, you, do you want to respond to what I just said? No. I understand what you're saying, but I'm not going to respond. Okay, okay. But do you, I mean, do you understand, like, what I'm saying? Like, if, let's say I, 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 I use a stereotype against, I don't know, like a hillbilly or, or you know, or, or like a redneck stereotype. Yeah, I'm sure I you understand. understand. It's just, you know, it, it, this is this an anonymous show with, with anonymous screen names. Right, that's you know true. I mean? but, but this is more of a, a general principle. I mean, and even as a matter of fact, you know, number three, before I started on number three, he started on me saying that I suck dick and everything, so now he's fair game. Right. Well, and then don't, don't. If, if he did that, then he does deserve it. But, but it's, it's about the general principle, because you also mentioned today that um, you find humor in that. It makes you feel better. So I'm assuming that you, wouldn't, you don't just do it to get three, but you do it in your everyday life as well. And, I mean, and that's what I'm more worried about than, than what's happening here I, in an online I understand. I understand, but, you know. He started it. I'm like, I'm like Rambo. He drew first blood. Um, I'm eight projects. <laughs> That's fine. I, I don't want to take over your show. Did you? Did you want to comment on that? I, I feel like I've I've already. I mean, we we've, we've been talking in circles for most of the evening. I mean, it's like I I I'm hung up on this Indian doctor and using like this person who's helping him stay alive and making his life bearable, but. He thinks he's a mud anyway and should be wiped out. It's and it's something that like at the end of the day, like he knows the double standard and hypocrisy, but yet like the emotional feeling of feeling superior trumps reason and logic. And I just I really just I've grown to believe this man. Like anybody who's I, I think I've solved this project. I think it's just people who are afraid of life who are in this these movements. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you no, used that I, word, uh, hypocrisy. I, I wonder if, if Dragon realizes, you know, how how, um, how much of a hypocrite he is when he makes those statements. And he says he, he wouldn't mind them all being killed, and yet this doctor is helping him out. And he even said the doctor understand, is very intelligent. I understand, I understand clearly, but that the, the problem is that that's the only thing that's available. You know, and you, and, you, know, you have to use what resources you have. And... and you know, I just, I, you know, I, I I try to support my own race, you know, I'm, but I'm just stuck with having an Indian doctor. Yeah, what a what a horrible gee, what a horrible fate that is that this guy is keeping you alive. Oh, jeez, you're truly oppressed. No, no, he's actually a pretty cool guy. But if it came to a, a decision. If I if I was hanging if I was if I had both of my arms over a cliff, and I had my doctor's hand and, and and a white person's hand, and I have to let one of them go, or or all of us are going to die, I would let the Indian go, and I would pull the white guy up. Even though like, that, even that, if this white even if this white dude was like a useless like fucking meth head. I don't shit. I don't I don't care. He's still white. Okay. So I would let I would let the doctor go, and I would pull my white brother up. So Roger Weissman, sorry guys, I'm just going to address some things in the chat here. Roger Weissman is writing, 
well, hey, Project, why don't you try seeing what's really going on with the weirdo Patrick Wang? Guess three is Patrick Wang. Dun, dun, dun. Was that you, uh, Wang? Is, are, were you guess number three? Did he, did he solve the case? No, you know, I, this is this is something that's really frustrating. And then if you if you look at the comments below that, they said that um, I'm also red nitrogen. And um, again, this has been something that uh, has been happening a lot. You know, um, I, you know, a lot of the people that I deal with, they they consider me their enemy. You know, because I'm obviously against their views. So, you know, whatever they can do to discredit me, they do so. Um, you know, I mean, I I think I mean you're you're, you're welcome to contact Reg. And to ask if I'm reg or if I'm I'm a separate person, um, but I'm definitely not reg. I'm not gastric. I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm not. I mean, I, I, I'm my own person, you know. And um, you know, I, I just find it. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I know who this guy is. Like he he's a, he's on the XS Sally uh, website a lot. Speaking of which, I've I've kind of held off contacting her about being on the show just because like I want to like go through her podcasts. And so that she's right. not repeating herself on my show. So if you, if you, are you still in touch with her? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in touch with her. Just tell her that, like, I mean, if, if you want to, I'm not pressuring you to do this, but like, just tell her that I will be contacting her shortly. Okay. And okay. Just, I, I, I'll, and just like, I'm trying to like go through some of her podcasts and just, just so like when she comes on here, it'll be a good show instead of her repeating herself. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's pretty good. Actually, she had a. Uh, shouldn't have a really positive experience with the. Um, you know, you know, we we need to actually, you know, because I like I like Paul. I think he's a very well spoken person. Mm-hmm. I like Hate Project. I think I think both of y'all are, are very good talkers, and I think we need to go and start our own little show like like The View, you know, with Barbara Walters. But we need to have the, we we need to have the token black guy. You know, we always got to have a black guy or a black woman. You know, just because that's just you know, how, how it's supposed to go. You know, yeah. just get get right up there in New York City, man. I bet you, you know, we'll have all them people lined up outside the windows like Good Morning America. They'll be flipping us off and doing little Hitler signs, and and the other one's going to be doing power to the people, a little black fist in the air, and all that shit. I, mean, I think it'd be fucking just crazy. Well, I, I tell you, um, I um. I I think that'd be great, and we should have not just a token black guy. We should have like a black militant, like Farrakhan type dude. There you go. Yeah, black hunters. Yeah, that would be. Um, that'd be fair. All right, so uh, I, so I ha- sorry guys. Um, let me see. We want the uh, on dad. Why does the hate project insist on performing analingus on fat, stinky, chinky Huang every week? Well, <laughs> um, it's very pleasurable. Uh, let's see, what we got here. Um, he's just talking a lot of shit. Uh, uh, Paul, do you do you happen to know this guy or Patrick? Sorry, I mix up your name. Do you know we want the ant farm down? Who is this guy? Ant farm dad. I, I really don't know who that person is. Um, I'm I'm, I'm suspecting this is another Nimbus the troll. Um, so actually, yeah, I've, seen, he, I've he, seen that name. I've seen that name on a couple of the Ti shows. So he, he's yeah, been there on with the all the Ti TI shows. Shows. Okay. He's really obsessed with cock. Just putting that out there. And uh, we want the Ant Farm dead. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'm actually the guest host tonight. I am the uh, head of the Eastboro Baptist Church, Ted Welps. And uh, so you had the Westboro Baptist Church, right? We want the Ant Farm. Uh, they're very anti-gay. I'm... Uh, 
the Eastboro Baptist Church is very pro. We actually uh, use a lot of homoerotic uh, pageantry to explain Jesus. So come to our church in Topeka, and you might suck a dick. All right, there. Yeah, is, that, is, that how you, is that how you get saved in the Eastboro Baptist Church? Yeah, I mean, like, in, in lots, like, and people there aren't. Some people are gay, but a lot of them aren't. But they, we ask that they, you know, at least give hand jobs to each other. So, so coming, so yeah, coming you, to God in that church is is, is totally different. Hell, see, look at the. See, you know, Dragon, you have a sense of humor, and it's sense of humor to me. And uh, Patrick, I want you to weigh in on this too. Like, sense of humor shows like a fucking humanity, and like, so there's a human being in there that like, oh, and part of like, I'm not, I'm not as mean as I make myself sound. I'm I'm just an average person. I just, I just support my own race, and and I work. You know, I I try my best to, to do what I can. So this is a theme uh, throughout the hate project where I uh, acknowledge Dragon's sense of humor. Um, And at the time, I really meant this that, you know, and I do still feel this way. I think uh, a sense of humor uh, indicates that somebody has some empathy and some humanity there. But sometimes it's just uh, utter psychopaths have a sense of humor. Push my race into a positive direction, you know. Don't don't listen to half of the shit that I ramble about, you know, because I know darn well that we'll never be able to get rid of all these mixed race people off this planet. It's just it's not going to happen, you know. Well, I'm glad about especially that. if they're especially if they're in this country because the government doesn't lose doesn't want to lose one taxpayer, so they're going to keep everybody. That, they can let people get on edge if they want to, but if it came down to a race riot, the government would stop it because they don't need that kind of unrest in the nation. They need everybody to be happy little taxpayers, and that's it. You know, do, do, what you, do, do your job, buy you some pretty stuff, pay taxes, wake up next morning and do it again. That, that's, how they, that's how they're going to keep us forever. And there might, okay. be little skirmishes, there might be little skirmishes here and there between different, different races or different religions, but as a whole, the government will never allow any, anything any type of major civil unrest. They're just not going to allow it to happen, but they'll just wipe out the problem. That's why everybody hides on the Internet and, and, and talks all their shit on the Internet. How many people do you right. actually see out there on the ground standing up for what they believe in? I mean, they, they got their civil rights. Don't get me wrong. They can get on their soapbox under armed guard and say what they want to say and then, then get escorted way outside of town before they're turned loose on their own. But... You I mean you're not going to find it very easy to speak up against anybody in the, in the, in this day and time, unless you have a lot of people with you. Right. You know, the government. The government. If you get to a lot of people, the government sees, hey, this might turn into some kind of really bad mob violence. Let's just let them speak their peace and let them go home. But if it got really violent, the government's going to step in and, and wipe out the problem. And everybody goes back to work. Everybody goes back to paying taxes. So the little skirmishes that Dragon's talking about are spilling a lot of blood. Um, see my opening comments about Poway, California. Um, and then also the fact that Christopher Hassan um, really openly stated his agenda of spilling blood and killing everyone. Um, 
you know, was let go by a judge. So the government is not really uh, doing much. These skirmishes are causing a lot of uh, widespread damage. Uh, maybe Dragon is just talking about like a whole all-out race war. I don't know how the government would react in that situation. However, I mean, they'd probably take the white people's side on that one. Um, the government and, and also like this whole discussion about taxpayers and they need happy taxpayers. The government seems to be fine with blood being spilled. Uh, they seem to not be affected by it and or they seem to benefit from it. So that's where we are right now. Um, and then also, uh, his whole talk about like the internet back in 2013, I think the internet was still seen as like this place where people just, uh, they just talk shit and, uh, they got this out of their system, like some sort of witch doctor style, uh, service. Uh, but now the internet is leading to real violence as we saw with the Christchurch, New Zealand shooter and several other instances as well. Um, it's used as a real recruiting, uh, tool, uh, for real life violence. Well, I'm glad there's no civil unrest right now. Um, well, I, I just want to switch gears here. Um, Ant Farm uh, is saying that Al Axisali reprimanded uh, Patrick. Um, then Ant Farm is also saying, I would rather fuck a fat chinky dothead in the ass in Missoula, Montana, while I finger fuck a shit skin mom. Jesus Christ. It, it, if I have a dinner party, uh, can you guys remind me not to invite this guy? <laughs> well, if you're going to have tikka masala, if you're going to have if you're going to have tikka masala there, I'm going to be invited because that's one of my favorite dishes. No, hypocrisy is not invited to my parties. All right, uh, Patrick, do you want to address any of this stuff oh, or no? I, I invite you to mine. I invite you to my parties, but I'm not allowed at your parties. See, that that's that hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go see my therapist now. I bet um, your therapist is Jewish, too. Sorry, uh, Patrick? Probably, probably is. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, then, Patrick, go ahead. Um, no, going back to, you know, when you said you wanted me to weigh in on this, you know, Dragon, um, you know, I, I really don't think he's a bad person. You know, I, I, you know, I've talked to him a couple of times over the weeks, and, you know, he's, he's really not, not a bad person. He's He seems to be a nice guy. You know, I, I don't agree with his views, but... No, that doesn't mean, you know, I, I think he's a bad guy. He seems to be a nice guy. I don't think, you know, he's a criminal or a potential criminal. I don't think he'll, he'll do anything bad. No, um, no. Yeah. And, and so, so and I, I actually respect him for, for not, you know, using, um, you know, racial slurs and not swearing and, and being, a, you know, a, a very, um, um, you know, he doesn't speak in a, in a disrespectful way. And I, I, I respect that. That's just because you call in late in the show. Yeah, he does say some shit. <laughs> I do so if, if if he gets me fired up, I'll I'll say something. But as for general speaking, it's not you know nigger this nigger that every other word. Right. So you, at least you're trying not to. I mean, I, I guess unless you get upset, but you know overall you're trying not to to, to say that. So let's see. Um, so we want the ant farm dead as writing. When is that mud Naj coming on to have his cock sucked by a telephone? You are into talk shoe porn, my friend. This is like, this is like porn for the ant farm. My show. Yeah, we need to make sure that all the underage people are, are not listening. Good God. Yeah, this is hilarious, dude. Put a put a put a R rating at the at this the beginning of the, the show. Most homoerotic. Uh, yeah, my show is for adults. I, I already have that up there, but like this is this dude is the most homoerotic participant on my show that I've ever had. 
every know, other word of that out of your fucking mouth, Ant Farm, is when, when are you getting your cock sucked? Cock sucking? You sucking on a cock? You choking on a dick? I love dick. What? I didn't say that. No, no, sorry. Cho- I, I hate sucking cock, but when are you going to suck some cock? I need to see some cock sucked. Here, let me just... We need to take up a collection. We need to take up a collection and get the Ant Farm some lube so he can uh, yeah. go off in a corner somewhere and, and turn the lights out. Players, I think, so. like, I, you know what? Like, I think he's probably easy. He's probably, like, picturing Naj getting his big black cock sucked right now. So he's jerking off. Right? Ant Farm, just, just aim away from the screen. Don't get your keyboard sticky, okay? All right, Ant Farm? Can you, can you do that? Because, gee, gee, I love your comments so much. Hold on. Let me just, uh, let me just get some... Um, Probably trolling you now. You don't got him fired up now. You don't got him fired up now. He's just going to keep on going. I'm trying to help him. Let me see. My chat's chat's slowing up again, so I can't see. What's he writing now? I I can't even fucking see. Oh, what a piece of shit. Let's see. What a dullard wanger is. I'm sure he's never been laid unless his mom gave him a piece of a yellow snapper. UF. um, Oh, uh, UF. Dude, we had a little trouble last time. Don't if you're gonna call in, don't threaten anybody, okay? That's the same as Puffy, right? Right, Patrick? Right. So I think there was a there was a conflict between Puffy and and Titan Trooper, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah. mean, and, and believe me, like you know which side I'm gonna be on on that one, but, but yeah, I can't have any threatening language. Right. Of course. I mean, either side, you know, you have to be fair. I completely respect that. Um. Um. So yeah. I, Yeah, hold on. Let me just help out. Uh, we want the ant farm here. Hold on one second. Well, I can tell you from 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 you know I've I've known Tyrant Trooper for for a while. And he is very passionate about his rakes, and then he can't get high strung sometimes. But he is definitely you know for his race. I mean, he's a pretty mild mannered person until until somebody says something that pisses him off. Yeah, but he's but he's a definite he's a definite warrior for our race. I know him. I know the person. I know him. Yeah, I wish so, I wish um, I, I wish I was I wish I was back at his age and and had as much uh, fire. So, but like you, you know that like so is he telling the truth when um when he says that like you know he'll help out any race. Like if they see a black person with a broken down car, he'll help her out. He'll help him out. No, no, that I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah. Because uh, I don't live around him, so I don't know exactly what he would do. But I wouldn't myself. I wouldn't. I would not do it. Well, well we know that. I don't stop and help anybody. I don't stop helping anybody do shit unless I know him. Uh, right. You know, it's just, it's just too dangerous. It's just too dangerous. Sure. Buddy Chay Hinton, thanks for coming in. I don't know who you are, but um, you can call in here or if you have something to say in the chat. Um, I am on the phone with uh, some interesting people here. Um, I just now posted a link for Ant Farm, so you may want to like get off my show and go watch that shit. Sorry, my chat is fucking slowing down again. Oh, God, if there's something that I hate, it's my chat. So, uh, 
Buddy Buddy Che Hinton. Do you guys know him? Um, I don't know him. Okay. He might be another Nimbuster. Oh, I kind of... This is a different take. He's like a communist. I'm just looking at his uh, little screen here. All right, I want to hear this opinion. Let's see what we got here. Subgirls. What's Subgirls? Does anyone know what that is? Um, you lost me. No? No one? What Why is am it? I yelling? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's just another uh, forum, another another fucking internet forum. So uh, my chat is slow. Sorry if I am not responding right away. I'm just going to write that down. All right. People, I love... When are we going to have a socialist republic here in the United States? Um... Get a new computer. I have an idea. What's that? Show. All right. You could have like a like a one minute or, or two minute thing where everybody, everybody just calls in at once and just have a big clusterfuck of insulting comments and stuff, and then after a minute just shut everybody up. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, I did that. I did that on a previous <laughs> show. Did you? I did that. Yeah. No, you didn't. You were Shit. on it. Was I? It was a show that I. It was a show where I banned the chat. Oh and then yeah, I, well, that was a couple. That was a couple back. No, I'm not talking about the chat. I'm talking about the phone lines. Get everybody, everybody to call in if they're, they're not too chicken shit. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been saying this all night. Everyone's welcome to call in. So, buddy, Che Hinton, welcome to the show. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the show before, but um, you're welcome to call in. Um, we just discovered that we want the ant farm is really obsessed with cock. And I, I offered some uh, gay porn for him right here, and I'm sure he's off busy. In quotes, I'm sure he's off busy with that gay porn he's watching. Um, <laughs> Does he have nude pictures of you or something? Because he's because it, it, it seems like he's really stuck on you. I don't know. I mean, he might. I don't fucking know. I mean, you can you can probably find more attractive men than me. We want the ant farm. So uh, think about that when you're going to when you're crying yourself to sleep. I mean, I think he just look, man. Maybe because I have such a great personality and I'm so funny and brilliant that um, this guy's that's why he's fixated on me. So. Uh, he wants, he wants some of your game. He, he knows that you have game, and, and he wants some of it. Yes. Oh, wow. You know the hip hop. He's, he's, like, he's, like he's, like, he's like the kid in high school, you know, about ninth or tenth grade that still had the Superman lunchbox set by itself, you know, in the corner while all the cool kids were sitting at their table. He always wanted to be at your table. You know, you understand what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Pascal Paris. Um... You you were told to troll my show, and then you chose not to earlier, uh, a few weeks ago. So, you're a real stand-up guy. Thank you. We were actually talking about targeted individuals earlier tonight. Well, like, what's your what's your deal? I think you're a targeted individual, right? And my chat's slow, so if if, if I'm not catching everything you're saying, please uh, 
please just be patient with me. Or if you want to call in, call in. You know, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny that we were talking about TI people, and then they they just, you know, showed up. So while people were watching them, they're watching other people. And that's kind of a a never-ending loop there. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, It's heavy fed here. Oh, Roger Wiseman left the chat. Oh, God. Okay, so... um, Buddy J. Hinton. <laughs> so they're saying that Putty J. Putty Buddy J. Hinton is uh, P. Dembski, actually. Oh, and I have to address. Uh, sorry, there's another comment here that I have to address. Uh, we want the Ant Farm dead. Writes, go fuck yourself. Hate project. You fag loving gook loving nigger loving dot head loving piece of liberal shit. Wow, um, that is something that I want on my tombstone. Patrick, if I had that on my tombstone, would you come and like pour a little bit of uh, alcohol on that? Uh, sure. Out of tribute? Sure, you're a, you're a good guy. I wouldn't mind doing that for you. Yeah, I mean, like, so thank you. We want the ant farm. That's a that's something I'd like to have in my tombstone. Or, um, yeah, just hate project, bag loving, gook loving, nigger loving, dothead loving, piece of liberal shit. What a compliment. You know, I I tried to help this guy. I think like I think this guy actually. If you guys are looking at this chat right now, this is not meant to be an insult. This is actually uh, the Ant Farm's sexual fantasy. He wants me, the hate project, to fuck myself while I am fag-loving, while I am gook-loving, while I'm nigger-loving, dothead-loving, and then, you know, throwing in some scat play. Maybe, Maybe you can just teabag it while you sing We Are the World. Yeah, exactly. He wants this multi. He wants this rainbow orgy with some scat, some shit-eating play. This is quite a sexual fantasy. We want the ant farm. It's very brave of you to share that with us tonight here. So I'm just throwing that out there, man. Like, thank you for sharing that. Um, you should be proud of yourself. So T.S. T.S. Lumberg W. Uh, I don't know if you've heard my show. Welcome. Uh, uh, I don't know what your deal is, but uh, please call in. Uh, let me just look. Uh, if I'm looking at your profile, I, it's because I don't know you guys, and I'm just trying to relate to you guys, man. Sorry, Pascal. I'm all over the place tonight. Um, and my chat is... God. Oh, God, I hate this fucking chat so much. Um, Buddy Che Hinton. Oh, God. Buddy Che Hinton, please call in. If it... People are accusing you of being P. Dembski. And sorry, I'm just going to... All right, let me just see. Okay, sorry, guys. Are you really... Oh, he left. So, uh, Pascal Paris is writing, Patrick Wang, we in the International Industrial Workers Union love you, brother. Are you... Uh, do you know this guy, Patrick? Um... No, I haven't. I wouldn't say he's my friend. Um, I have seen him as you know as a member on the News Guy show. He'd log in and we'd uh, sometimes agree on things. I, I think he's he's in the whole TI perp scene. I, I don't know which one he is exactly, but um, I, I don't know what the industri- International Industrial Workers Union is. I'm just trying to Google that up right now. Um, <laughs> interesting. Okay. 
Well, uh, he seems to like you. Um, uh, you guys don't understand how funny you are when you're angry with me. WTF is the truth. My balls are hairy. Are you sure you're not Mark Marin? WTF is the truth. Let me, uh, sorry, because Mark Marin's a stand-up comedian, but he does this great podcast called WTF with Mark Marin. He reveals things about himself all the time. Like, he, he, that's something that he would say on his podcast. Let me just, uh, this is a great podcast. And, and Dragon, if you're aspiring in your little comedy career, he's a great comedian, and he interviews comedians here. I think you'd like it. Let me just put this up here. And I think that, uh, okay. Guest number eight is writing Mark Marin's funny. Oh, guest number eight, he is Jewish. Does that does that kill the deal for you there, champ? You fucker. Why'd I call it? Guys, see, the two-hour mark, I get fucking loopy. I really do. Oh, uh, Patrick, question for you. Oh, go ahead. Somebody, somebody, like, a few weeks ago, I don't know who it was. It may have been in my chat. They were accusing you of being the Kennewick man, the guy who used to call him as George Takai. You're not right. the Kennewick man, right? No, no, definitely not. Um, uh, the Kennewick man is, um, is uh, someone called Casey Claprecht, who is from Texas, but now lives in, I think, either China or Taiwan. And um, I, I do know him. He, in fact, I even um, he, he sometimes chats with Axis Sally and Reg as well. Um, and yeah, he usually posts in Inbusters um, a lot, you know. And I, I sometimes post in Inbusters, so um, I do read his posts and he reads mine. But definitely, he's not. Um, he, I'm not Kenny McMahon, and he's not Patrick Quack. We're two different people. So this guy, like, I mean, he's called into my show. He, he basically like revealed like one day, like he broke his George Takai character and revealed who he was. Um, but, like, he left the movement. He was part of, like, the white nationalist movement, right? And then he left, but he's still racist. Is, is that correct? Man? Yeah. Oh I, oh, I didn't know that he was racist at all because uh, he was pretty friendly towards me. I, well, I guess that's because he's not racist now. But no, I, I didn't know about his history. I didn't know he was part of the, the movement before. I have uh, to re-listen to it, but I, I think he was, like, part of the movement, and then and then he left, and then... So you can check out Paradox of Civility episodes five and six uh, for what I'm talking about. A guy who was impersonating George Takai uh, called in and then he revealed his real self. He was a real white dude. Um, And um, there's another couple of hate project episodes that he appears on. uh, And they will, of course, uh, come up on this podcast, Paradox of Civility. We want the ant farm dead. Sorry, I totally missed this. Uh, He's saying... This host jerks off, wishing he was the news guy. All right. I, I feel like, guys, I, I should make the ant farm like a video. I don't want to because I don't want to. I'm not a porn actor. But uh, I feel like he's really jonesing for like a, a jerk off video from the hate project. Maybe I'll start up a Kickstarter campaign. So if like maybe if you donate to the show, let me just put a little email here. To jumpstart my chat. If you donate, uh, if you write to the Hate Project Radio, maybe donate uh, some money. Um, I'll uh, 
I'll maybe consider it. All right. Make sure you should. Oh, he left the chat. Guys, can we have a moment of silence for we want the ant farm dead? And can we just wish him like a, a happy jerk off session as he pictures, you know, black men and and uh, Vietnamese men, Korean men, Chinese men, Indian men, white men, and yours truly jerking off on all of them. While he himself no. is getting jerked off, like he's like in the bottom ring of hell. All the multicultural orgy dudes are jerking off on him, and then me, the hate project, is jerking off on them. And he's at the bottom eating shit. That's his fantasy, right? All right, folks, I'm getting loopy. I need to end this fucking show. Does anyone have anything final that they want to talk about or that they want to address that hasn't been addressed yet? Either of you guys. Um, well, no, I, I, I'm just grateful that uh, I had this opportunity to call in, um, and especially yeah. that discussion we had on Nimbusters. I think it's, it's very important that we realize that um, uh, you, you know, it, it can, can be used in both positive and negative ways, um, okay. and it can definitely be used in negative ways, so we need to keep that in mind. But, but no, otherwise, just, just thank you for, for providing an open forum for people with diverse views, you know, people with views like mine and people with views like Dragon. So. Okay. Well, actually, um, sorry, guys. I, I guess I don't want to end it yet because I have somebody on the phone call. Uh, hold on one second, guys. I think this is going to be good. All right, hang on. Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, caller, are you there? Oh, this is the Ant Farm. <laughs> Hello, Ant Farm. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm tired of this piece of shit calling these shows. You sound a lot like uh, Chuck of Vancouver. I know that this fucking gook dothead, goddamn annoying motherfucker, should go crawl back under the hole he came from. Yeah, you sound like Dempsey. I'm I'm pretty sure this is Paul Dempsey, the same guy who is, uh, you know, the the hat maker. Um, He has that same voice. Wait, what? No, no, Ewing Lewis. What the fuck are you talking about? So Patrick is referring to a guy named uh, Paul Dembski or P. Dembski. Um, he's the guy uh, on this call as Ant Farm, and um, he also prank called the, the Hate Project as different characters. And I, of course, would play along with it because I enjoy prank calls, and um, it was fun for me to play along. Um, if you hear previous episodes, you've heard me do this. Um, anyways, uh, it turns out that P. Dembski is also just, uh, I don't know, he's not part of the movement, not a part of an official movement, but he's also just a racist piece of shit. So going back to my earlier comment about, you know, having a sense of humor, you know, shows some humanity. Um, eh, that's just not always the case. People just use humor as a weapon. Uh, and sometimes they're actually, um, even funny people are just psychopaths. No, I think like motherfucker. Don't you associate me with anyone? No, so we want the ant farm. He's hang on, hang on, guys. Hot guy. Yeah. Hang on, guys. Uh, we want the ant farm. Are you? Are you? I, I'm assuming you're kind of tired right now from jerking off so much, thinking about cocks. Are I'm you okay? I'm tired. I work for a living. I'm an American. 
There you go. Okay. Well, how did you? So, did you enjoy that gay porn I I put put there for you? I'm assuming well, you would have. Well, look like that fucking UF guy from the uh, Nimbusters. <laughs> right. Okay. You ever see that first up? No, I haven't. I don't. I'm not a Nimbuster, so I don't fucking care. But uh, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, I hope I'm a you. Targeted individual. So is Pascal Paris. Maybe you guys can get together and be targeted Pascal together. Pascal Paris is your... Huh? Uh, we want the ant farm. I'm glad you called in, but can you spit some of the cum out of your mouth, please? Because I can't understand everything you're saying. Hey. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Can I interject I something? I don't like wine. Okay, did you get did you get at least most of the cum out of your mouth, sir? From sucking all that dick. I left a little bit of oh, the the nod is on. The nig. Oh, I don't know where he's yeah, he hasn't shown up yet. Get maybe. that nig on. <laughs> he's one of my favorite callers, Naj Radio. He's uh, a fucking phony intellectual. No, I don't I, I disagree. I think he backs up what he says. Uh, yeah, he, he's about as smart as Obama. Yeah, <laughs> Obama's incredibly smart. He's uh, oh, incredibly he's smart, he's incredibly smart. Listen, is this Gook still on? Uh, hey, hey, Dembski, I'm still on. Yes. I don't know this Dembski. I heard he's a drawing Nimbusters. I'm not him. I can tell from your wife, Sir Dembski. You're also Louis Ewing, the hat guy. Well, I, I, I believe I, I think uh, Ewing Lewis is uh, real, and he's. Uh, a real hat maker in Brooklyn. So let, let's. Well, listen, you know. this guy's a know-it-all, so I must be the hat maker. This guy thinks he knows everything. Well, no, it's just it's just a wife. You have a very distinctive wife. But you know, I may be wrong, but I, that's just what I'm guessing. You know, from. You have a very really distinctive voice too. You sound like you just got off the goddamn boat. Got off the uh, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Aunt Farm, can you? I think hold on, hold cat. on, hold on, one second. Correct. <laughs> that was that was a solid beef right there. Did you get that? <laughs> that was gas. <laughs> hey, um. Hey, uh, Ant Farm was um. When when you were just now farting, were you like, were you, which which um, were you were you picturing that gay basketball player clutching your balls while you were doing that? I, I don't judge you. Patrick Wang's yellow brown face. I hate his voice. I hate his whole act. I hate everything about him. So do a lot of people. Why do you hate him? You hate me? You say that? Is that what you said? He's 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 full of shit. He's full of shit. He's he's filthy. He's he's filth. Why? He's popping me. He's what? He's perping me. He's a, I'm a targeted individual. He's popping me. So you, filthy. You, that, you is, that is Chuck. That is Chuck. Wait, wait is this Chuck right now? Wait. Do you want the Antoine Daddy Chuck? Yeah, that's Chuck. 
Sounds like him. I never give any advance warning. Never give notice. Never give notice. Okay. So, uh... Now, if I oh, don't like this, Patrick Wang, I think he's perfing me. He was blocking my eye once in Missoula, Montana. Filthy. All right, so guys, I'm going to take another phone call really quickly, so... Um, hold on, hold on, know. wait, 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 i got something for you. That was a little messy. <laughs> okay, yeah. but, but you enjoy that. You enjoy that with Ant Farm, so... Hang on a second. Okay, North Georgia, are you on the phone? Yeah, Who's man, making all that fucking noise? noise? What's going on? Dragon, is that you? That's not me. Who is making all that That's noise? That's not me. Yeah, that's not oh, me. that was me. I, yeah, I, I, had, I, was, I had, I was getting some ice in the glass. I think Dragon's oh, nice banging his chopsticks together a little too hard. What are you doing? What, your wife got you washing dishes, Dragon? What you doing, man? No, no, I was, I was getting me some Kool-Aid, brother. You know how it is. Shoot. Break nice, nice. So calling in right now is Naj Radio, another regular Hate Project caller. Naj, um, you know, um, he hosted a, a sports show on TalkShoe, which is the same network where the Hate Project was broadcast. And um, African-American gentlemen always brought uh, knowledge to the discussions, um, you know, backed up what he said. Uh, he dealt with these hate mongers very well. He never pandered to them, nor did he ever let them get to him. So, um yeah, glad he's back. He really was one of my favorite callers. Would you fuck Jason Collins up the ass? No. Would you let him give you heads? No. How do you feel about the whole thing? I don't care. It's terrible. It's um, he Would you let him play on your team, if you know what I mean? No, he's he terrible. He sucks. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a, if it was a good player, it would matter. But it's a guy who, who's not any good. Played on about six or seven teams. He's a nobody. So basically, if it was anyone on the Atlanta Hawks, it wouldn't matter because they all suck. <laughs> uh, we won tonight, buddy. <laughs> it was kind of, like, fuck, kind of hard to follow. Be honest with you. <laughs> Whatever, man. What's up, HP? Man, what's going on, bro? Not much. Uh, this show was like on hiatus for a couple of weeks. So we then I had to I had to miss it last week. So um, we're just it's it's uh, the the usual train wreck. Um, you know uh, we got this. Uh, we want the ant farm dead, and um, this guy like was like talking shit about me, but he kept like saying like you're gonna suck this guy's cock. He mentioned you. So it's Lisa so we're talking about Dembski here. What's that? Dembski. We're talking about Dembski. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I believe, I believe all these characters are separate characters. So I, I believe the ant farm is really like a closeted homosexual. Oh, we're, okay. What's up, Pascal Paris? What's, what's going? On? What was the conversation tonight, though? You guys talked about the, the Jason Collins, the NBA player. Like, what, what are those? We didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, no, I talked about Jason Collins because when you came on, you reminded me of him. <laughs> Hey man, if another man brings your ideas to that, I don't know what to say about you, brother. But uh, me myself, it's not my lifestyle. But I'm not trying to stop. What do you think? Else from he, you think he's packing ten to twelve or what? 
I would not want to know. Never thought of it. Wouldn't want to know. You know, you know, you know thinking about it, a little jealous of that. You know, thinking about the uh, the whole homosexual lifestyle, straight men should endorse it because it just leaves more women for us. Oh, there you go, Dragon. Wow, like, Dragon. So that, I mean, it's you show it's, reason uh, actually a, it's actually a win-win situation when you when you think about it. You know, I used to, I used to think that way, but then you know it works both ways as well because you also have you know females who are hooking up with other Cause females. Because I'll tell you what, if, if, if you know, I talked to a guy that I know that's from Dominican Republic, and he said it's very 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 gay down there, and that the women are just pawing at the ground for a straight man because the guys just down there would just rather fuck each other. So, Dragon, you have a friend from the Dominican Republic. No. That's a guy and, that, and this uh, is the great not, research not from Dragon. Anecdotal stories of ridiculousness that he believes are true. <laughs> well, that is we're, we're, okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me bring up, let me bring up some Okay, so you, you were facts. having plantains with your Bring Dominican up some friend. travel. Bring up some travel facts. We're the most gay people know. Okay, Dragon. Where do, where do most gay people go for vacation that, that have the money to go there? Ant farm, stop it. Thank you. If you go to Puerto Rico, most of the time it's, it's, a, it's a gay mecca. And, and right next to Puerto Rico, you know, is Dominican Republic. And, and the guy that told me, and he just came there from here, you know, he's in his, uh, he's in his 50s. And he told me that there's so many gay men down there that, that it's hard for the straight women uh, to find anybody to mate with. Is he sure it's not just an impoverished country to where there are people willing to prostitute themselves of both sexes? Is well, that a little more likely than to say they have a, a huge, willing, gay population? I don't know. You know we didn't get that deep into the discussion, so I don't know. He, that's just what he told me. Yeah. Yeah, he's from there. I'm that just saying, does, does, does your, does, do, you, do you invite your Dominican friend to your rallies? We we haven't had any any uh, non-whites there show up yet. We, we Have you had any rallies recently? Because from what I hear, you guys are losing steam out here. Say that again. I can't. There's something. Yeah, the cars. Noise. I can't hear shit. Hey, I don't know what that is. Yeah, from what I hear, you guys are losing steam, man. Have you had any rallies recently? We have your numbers one. are dwindling. No, they're not. They're actually right. they're actually improving. Hmm. Okay. It's weird to me. Well, hey, you're an expert on that. I'll take your word for it. You guys are improving. Applaud, applaud, Dragon, man. There you go, man. You guys got something working, man. But don't you think? Don't you think that like the if if you're looking at like white nationalist groups, don't you think that uh, the KKK would kind of be like the friendster of white nationalist <laughs> groups? <laughs> yeah, what, what is the what is the white supremacist online social media? Where is that? That's what I want to know. Where's your Twitter app or your Facebook type app? Like, what? what where is that? Uh, yeah, I think it's called Twitter. <laughs> oh wow. Oh boy. Okay. Now this podcast is getting fun. All right. Sick burn. No, actually, uh, talking about Twitter, um, there was a story released saying that Jack Dorsey, um, little hesitant about banning Nazis because that would actually um, also include some Republican uh, politicians and uh, their fucking supporters. So uh, you can see um, 
where the Republican Party is. Uh, so the, the, these talks from liberal centrists about just coming back to the table and just all of us coming together because that's what America wants. No, we don't. Nobody wants that. The Nazis want that because they want you to capitulate because it makes their job easier. But um, I don't remember if Gab AI, I guess I could look this up right now, but I'm busy talking to you. Um, I don't remember if Gab AI was active uh, when I was doing this particular podcast in 2013. So that's the Nazi uh, white supremacist uh, social media site. But um, Twitter's also an option, uh, white supremacists. There's a talk show iPhone app. That's all you need for a white supremacist stuff. <laughs> Anytime we get an app on Facebook, they, they it gets deleted. But you'll notice oh. the Black Panther, Black Panther app never gets deleted. Uh, any, any other any other pro white other race never gets deleted, but all the white ones get deleted. Dragon, Dragon, I have what, a question. Excuse me, excuse me, Naj. There's a basketball right, question on the board that's probably, uh, you want to stay safe in your area of expertise. Uh, so you might want to answer that question. <laughs> Wait, I might chat to the board. <laughs> oh, what's the basketball question? Tell me your opinion of the OK Thunder. Uh, without Westbrook, they will lose. They might make it to the Western Finals at best, but without Westbrook, they will lose. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, not 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 even complicated, man. They lost an All Star. You don't win with one All Star. They'll lose. Can I ask you about the cutting of Tim Tebow today? Uh, good cut, bad cut. Will he wind up with the Falcons? Uh, I think he'll be in the CFL, man. Uh, he's not really a good quarterback, but th- to be honest, but, Tim Tebow is really—he's wasting his time playing football. There's that a guy started, football league. If that guy started preaching, man, he'd have the biggest congregation in the country, man. He'd be a billionaire in 10 years if he started preaching. He needs to you think politics? No, no, religion. Just start preaching. The Tim Tebow, the church What is Tebow. the CFL? Coon football? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, not that nice. That was quick, though. Good job, Dembski. Plug. Not very good on my sports. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, in all fairness, Ant Farm just watches it for the tights and for the sweat of male sweat. Right, right, Ant Farm. He's really annoying. But you've been... his, his, his app just come and go, and he's stale, stale. Hey, Get I, off the phone, Lang. Get off the phone. Um, I have a question. Can I come on my show? It's my show. Get off my show. Welcome on my show. I feel like right now, every time an event happens, they say it's a false flag, this happened, it's a government conspiracy. Yeah. At what point do we say somebody was just crazy, or or do we just have to call everything a false flag? Is that where I we're agree. at? Anyone who uses yeah. the term false flag needs to be in a mental institution. There we go. I'm, I'm in agreement on that. Um, they, don't call it, they don't call it what it is because they have to have somebody to blame. Dragon, I have a question. They, just, they just can't... They just can't say that people are fucking crazy. Because they have to have a reason why they're crazy. That's that's why they're blame. And yeah. farm. Come on, hey, come what on are in. you doing? What are you doing, Dimsky? What are you doing? Yeah, farm. man, I, I don't I don't have any uh racial nuggets this week, man. I can't think of anything that happened race wise in this country, uh that's really worth arguing about. I just came on the show because it's HP's show, the man is always doing work and Hey, yeah. check you out, man. And you got well, Dimsky here. You got Dragon here. 
You got uh, yeah. my man from, uh, where's he from, India? Where's old Arizona? Boy from? Unfortunately. He's from Montana. Yeah. From Montana. India, <laughs> Montana. He got a transfer to the main office. Um, <laughs> well, Dragon, I had a question for you. Okay. There we go. Um, so, this guy so, is such a gay voice. You know, we've had, uh, we've had conversations in the past where you've been kind of very anti, uh, anti, you know, gays and anti-homosexuality. But, you know, today you had a more kind of positive, indulgent note towards uh, people who are gay. Um, I mean, have you kind of changed your opinion uh, towards uh, homosexuals? No, just having fun with the conversation. Okay, but you're still very much against them. Um, it's still, yeah. still pretty much anti-gay, yes. And it doesn't matter if they're they're white or not. It doesn't matter if they're white or not. Yeah, the homosexuality is an abomination. I'm with I'm with Clanny. Clanny. <laughs> you know what? Listen, Wanger, Wanger, let me ask you a question. Yeah, Tell these up, people you're Reg not a Rajan. Can you say that again? Tell these people that you're Reg not a Rajan. Um, no. Tell them how your cover was blown. No, I'm not. I'm not. My cover is not blown. Uh, well, can you give me some proof that I'm Reg? Um, if you, if you I can, I think all the proof has been given already. I don't think I need to add anything to it. So what is that proof? <laughs> You're straight up Reginald Gerard, and that's the proof. No, well, you you work with that again and again. It's You're proof. a member of CSIS, the Canadian Security, Internal um, Security. Again, you just You're running a honeypot for the Canadian government. Why would the Canadian government care about what's happening? He's not in Missoula. He's in fucking Vancouver. That's where all the gooks are in Canada. What? Why do you say this? Hey, can you just can you just go back to your porn, your your interracial porn now, arm? Now there's a little there's a little truth to that. Because <laughs> last time, now, hold on, let me let me let me let me explain. When I went to Vancouver, I went through Bellingham, Washington, up in the up in the Vancouver, and it was solid, nearly solid. I, they were there. They were something. They weren't black. They weren't Chinese. They were somewhere in the middle. They were some kind of kind of like Indian or like Middle it. Eastern or something. Uh, there was there's a shitload of there's a shitload of them there. I was there for about four days. Four days. There we go. Yeah. There we go. But, oh, well, but yeah, I'll tell you, you, I'll, let, me really tell you let me let me tell you this. Everybody. Let me tell you this about Vancouver. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met. I mean, I had fun the entire time I was there, and that was oh, with, yeah. every 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 race that was up there. But it was friendly, you know. At least at least where I went. Some good green uh, butt up there too. It's it's, it's a great it's, it's that's a great <laughs> place to visit if you ever go on vacation. This this okay. So earlier in the show, Dragon was talking about how he wants every other race wiped off the face of the earth. But now, oh now we that, all that, like, that. oh yeah, I had a great time with everybody. All the races, we we all got oh, yeah. along. Great time, Dragon. Everybody wiped off the face of the earth. Do you realize that white people are a minority as far as the world is concerned? So you're talking about getting rid of the rest no. of the world. No, no, they're not. Uh, yes, you are, man. Look around. Yeah. No, you're not. Pretty obvious. Yeah, there's still not. We're still not. There, there's not. There's not another race that's that overpopulated worldwide. What? What do you mean? Worldwide. Worldwide. How many people are in China, Dragon? Ant farms. 
can't hear. How that. many people are in India, Dragon? How many people are in Africa, Dragon? See what it's I don't have no idea. Excuse me. I haven't taken a census on them lately. <laughs> the answer is too many and too many. <laughs> Oh my God, Ant Farm! Well, guys, guess guess gonna... three. Guess three wants to know if Patrick Wang and Reg Natarajan the same person. The answer is yes. No, you have no proof. Um, again, one I, of I'm the great interviewers of talk show outed you. His name is News Guy. The Hate Project tries to be him. He's not him. Whoa, whoa, He's whoa, close. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did, did you just call no. News Guy great? Whoa, 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 whoa! That's a little far, man. Great? Come on, man. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best best talent on this thing. No, oh, that's a lie. Who is you? Uh, why not? You'd be anybody. Hell, HP, you can put a lot of people ahead of talk, uh, news guy. HP is trying to be a news guy. <laughs> and I will say that HP, well, not HP, news guy did send two of his minions to attack me when I tried to do a semi-political show one night. I wasn't oh, by dude. Hey, some of hey, these guys little minions. Nash. I can Nash. see him sending people. He does have minions and, and they'll do they'll do his bidding. They'll do his bidding. They, Actually I wanted to ask. Actually, sure. Naj, are you are you are you doing that show again soon? Yeah, but different place, man. Uh I feel like on talk show there's a kind of a reputation of when they see my name they start seeing red, so I'm gonna take it to another uh, site. Okay. Well, I, I like I I got to listen to that show. Ant Farm, <laughs> jerk off See? offline. See what I mean? Okay, so um, anyways, um, I liked I I tried to tune in that one night and I tried to call in, but for some reason my computer was wonky. So, but I liked I I I dug your show, so I hope you keep doing it. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Applause. Throwing that out there. Hey, and also um. Your friend DK Wilson, I'm following him on Twitter. I, I haven't, I had to like take some weeks off of the show, but I'm going to try and contact him. Okay, man. Let me tell you something, man. If you bring DK onto this show, man, you better be ready for some serious anger because he's going to make a lot of people mad. Okay, he has well, I mean. Extensive knowledge about different things, especially race wise. Yeah. And they will be severely upset if you bring DK on. I'm just, I'm just giving you a heads up. Dude, I, I I have like one like one predominant voice on this show of like just like these angry scared men who are afraid of life and so they have to like find an outlet and that's often like other people who are different from them. So I need I need D K Wilson. So I'll I haven't contacted him yet, but I will contact him. And yeah, definitely bring him on, man. Uh, what's amazing, though, is I think a lot of guys on this call are probably similar to Dembski in that they had a bad experience with a person of another race, and it drove them, I don't want to say to the brink of insanity, but I guess just to the brink of hatred uh, for a whole other race because of one individual act. Yeah. Which well, is kind of sad but kind of funny. Hey, do you, hey, uh, Naj, have you ever read uh, um, Flannery O'Connor? No, no, I haven't. I recommend it. I recommend it to anybody here. Like it's it's a pretty brutal uh, vision, but it's a great. Um, sorry, my cat is. Hey. Anyways, um, she wrote a she wrote a story called "The Artificial Nigger." That's a pretty amazing story. It's about like this, you know, grandfather. Why you a job? Huh? 
Grandfather just treats his grandson like shit all the time. And at one point, like, he has his grandson try and steal for him, and then his grandson gets caught. And the grandfather denies that he even knows the grandson. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm getting the plot right. But basically, like, they are di- distant from each other. Like, you know, there's a big rift. And what brings them back together is, like, the statue of a black person that's kind of faded, and they call it the artificial nigger, and they bond over this thing because they have nothing else to bond over, because, like, their own real relationship is horrible. Hate so I, great I uniter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that kind of sums, sums up a lot of stuff here, so a lot of stuff that I'm experiencing on this show here. Um, yeah. the folks, I, hey, man, I, I hope the work that you're doing doing this show, I hope somehow you bring some of these people out of the darkness and into the light, hopefully. But you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, one of one of the tenets I operate when the show I've told you this before, Patrick, as well. Carl, I'm just pulling up this quote by Carl Jung. And uh, sorry, guys. Ant Farm. Come on, I already gave you porn. And, and the funny part about this is he'll play clips of this on News Guy's show and say how he, you know, trolled this show and did that. Oh yeah. It is <laughs> funny. Like News Guy, News Guy's always been nice to me. Actually. Yeah, nice to your face. But. Yeah, nice to my face. You probably talk shit on me. <laughs> no about me. Oh, Boy, so um, so basically, uh, uh, Carl Jung has a quote that says, "One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious." I like that quote. <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to start wrapping this thing up. Uh, okay. Everybody online, uh, Ant Farm, we know how you feel. Uh, you need some cock. Um, Can I get a last word in? Huh? Can I get a last word in? Get a last word in. There's a there's a lot of cum in your mouth again, so why don't you why don't you spit some of that out? Thanks. Okay. What's your last word? I love blacks. I think everyone should own a couple. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks for seeing oh, it, Don. That's like a Don Rickles Patrick, joke. Fuck you. Physical death. Yeah, that, that that is that is prime Don Rickles, man. Uh, I I just want to say real quick, man. Uh, the one and only Crispus Attucks, uh, one of the first confused black people who thought America had his best interests at heart, and even gave up his life for it. Uh, one of the first people to die at the Boston Massacre. Uh, Crispus Attucks, a damn What's fool. What's his name? Crispus Attucks. Christmas. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Christmas Atticus. Yeah, and yeah, everyone should Google Christmas Atticus and, and learn learn something today. Yeah, Christmas. Okay, uh, runner or was he a spectator? No, he was the first one shot during the Boston Massacre uh, on American soil for America. While he didn't or his people didn't have any rights or political say, so I yeah. say he was a damn fool. But was he was he a black guy? Yes, he was. Okay, uh, I never heard of him. So I don't know. I'm sure you haven't, Dragon. I'm sure you oh, ignored serious. that when he read it in history class. I'm sure you ignored that. Most, they most, they white, most white I'm people just being, I'm just being straight with you. I'm being straight oh, with okay. you. I thought you were funny with nothing. Only thing, only thing that they taught me when I was in school was just, you know, just uh, like American, like colonial type history. That's all the only history I ever learned. Well, see, this is important. I mean, like, this is also like how people like Dragon are bred. Like, it's part of the education system is not teaching the full story. 
Well, so hey, this, see, let me let me tell you something. I, I've been talking to a lot of people, and a few of them are black nationalists that I know, and they consider me and my stance. They consider it to be foolish. So when I talk to them about how things can change and how people can be on one accord, they look at me like I'm crazy, and they bring up historic facts and different things. And it's, it's getting to a point where I'm having a hard time arguing with these guys and trying to get them to understand that, you know, all people can change or are different. They sure. are convinced that white people are evil, man. And it's been a rough yeah. couple of weeks having these conversations. Oh, boy. Well, if, anyone, if any of them want to call into the show, they're more than welcome to as well. Um, okay. Just just throwing that out there. All right, guys. Uh, Patrick and Dr- – Patrick, what, what do you uh, – thanks for calling in. Do uh, you have any final words? Uh, no, no, I just, uh, uh, I, I still think that, uh, you know, Antform, we want Antform dead is definitely Paul Dembski. I, 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 I'm I pretty sure from his voice, but if he, if he, you know, if he sees he's not, then, you know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but that's what I feel. But no, other than that, I just want to thank you for, for having me and, uh, you know, nice talking to Dragon and, and, uh, and you and Naj and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a good uh, conversation tonight. Yeah, I had, I had a great time. And uh, thank you all for calling in. Um, all right, Dragon, do you have any last words? Nope, sure don't. All right, cool. Yeah, said there, but I had fun. All right, guys, awesome. Thanks. Uh, we'll be back next Monday at 10.30 p.m. Thank you all for your participation. It's always appreciated. And have a good night. Well, thank you for listening to Paradox of Civility. As always, if you have any feedback, please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Civil Podcast. We have a Facebook page as well. Um, And thank you. Tell your friends if you like this show. Talk to you next time.